What's up and welcome to another MoGraph MoCast. I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. And joining us today is a super talented Andy Lefton. Hey, hello. And MoGraph is a supplement to our site, MoGraph.com, which is a motion graphics tutorial site with tutorials, plugins, podcasts, and other MoGraph stuff. And on the show, we talk about everything ranging from motion graphics to Cinema 4D, After Effects, plugins, render engines, doing business, doing taxes, being a contractor, or working for the man. You can email us, info at MoGraph.com. Let us know what you think about the show, questions, comments, concerns, queries, grievances, show topic ideas, artist suggestions. We're on Facebook, <clears throat> Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and MoGraph.com. Hit us up there. Let us know what you want to hear about. Something noob, something advanced. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will talk about all the things... All the things MoGraph, and this week there's a lot going on. First of all, we're going to start out by saying, holy crap, Camp MoGraph. Wow, y'all. Y'all, seriously. So, I I, I, I don't know. The, Insane. <laughs> Dave, you should pull up the video that Amy took, you know? Yeah, it's on my phone. I, I don't know. <sighs> Let me see. I could probably put it in the Skype chat. Um but man, it's it's crazy. Ah, never mind. Don't worry about it. So my wife yeah. took video of us as like you know the the noon uh, time dropped uh, for when tickets go, went on sale, and we I started freaking out. I'm like, oh no, I messed something up because I've been going back to the site at, like every single day, being really worried that I was going to mess something up. Something and, wasn't set up. Yeah, right and so like whatever, all of a sudden it's like. Oh, uh, it, everything's saying sold out. I'm like, oh, no, what did I mess up? Nope. And we're all on Skype, yeah. by the way. We, we're, it, like, on Skype with Mark, and every, and, and everybody's in the room with mm-hmm. us uh, in, every, in every room, and everybody's just, like, waiting to see the ticket sales. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, the site's broken. Yeah. It's not working. We're like, oh, no. And I couldn't get anything to load to look at it, and it's like, it just turned out that Everyone was interested in getting tickets to Camp Mograf when we sold it out in less than a minute. So, big, yeah. huge uh, love to everyone who bought a ticket. Um, for those Speechless. who weren't able to, you know, uh, we've got a wait list um, for people. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be amazing. Just it's, speechless, I'm, I'm so, man, because I, I, yeah. I wanted to say that you figured out it was actually 28 seconds is what it took. For, it was, for no, uh, to, so the actual, the, the treehouse, the treehouse uh, cabins, those oh, ones house. sold out in 24 seconds. Gosh. It was 24 seconds from the moment hmm. that I saw, oh, it's okay, it's on sale, to when it's like, <clears> hey, everything's saying sold out. It's like, yeah, it's good, it's good. Unbelievable. We're incredibly humbled by that. Yeah. We were worried that we weren't going to sell any tickets. We were. You know, all. I knew we were probably going to sell a handful, at least, because there was a few people who who told us that they were going to get some. But, man, it was like, it, it. you you have no idea how how much this helps us kind of like... Uh, get uh, this back on the road. Yeah, really. and also not have to worry about that part of it. You know, right, it's that's like always the biggest because yeah. last year or the last one, it was like, OK, we didn't we didn't sell out. We 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 didn't quite break even. You know, we had to cover some of the costs ourselves. So we were kind of worried that that was going to happen again this year, you know, especially with covid and things up in the air yeah. and stuff like that. And it was but, almost even. We basically broke even. Yeah, we basically broke even, you know, but this year it's like, OK, so we've got now that we know we've got a little bit extra money that we can spend on like 
cool new swag and like maybe upgrade the t-shirts a bit and like get <laughs> down some payment cool for the next camp down yeah. payment for the next camp absolutely you know here can we can we address this real quick here's sure. the thing yeah we've got uh, we've got enough people on the waiting list to <laughs> oh, do boy. two more camps uh-huh <laughs> right let's just be real and transparent here let's talk about let's talk about this because i think people want to know and i think maybe there'll be some good <clears throat> suggestions if we mm-hmm. if we take it from this angle here's the dilemma as an event host yeah. right as somebody who's putting on an event right now here's the number one thing you don't get your money from ticket sales now with eventbrite until after the event's over yeah right yeah. okay that's the number one thing you used to be able to do that if you wanted to and uh-huh. not have to pay a percentage now you can't pay a percentage so we have to front thousands of dollars yeah. first of all mm-hmm. to make it happen that's number one so it does help us now having a little extra money from ticket sales to go into the next one yeah that's yeah, where yeah, we're yeah. at right now. But here's the dilemma. Everybody's like, well, I couldn't get a ticket. I feel so bad. Yeah. Like, I have friends that could not get tickets. Yeah, absolutely. Like this, and, and I, first of all, my involvement has been very little in this this year. You've been heading it up with Mark. Yeah, me and Mark have and, been spearheading the whole thing for the most part. Yeah. And, and I'm going to help in things down the line and go to camp and do all of that. But I've been doing MoGraph stuff. You've been doing Camp MoGraph stuff mm-hmm. and uh, and setting all of this stuff up. So... I really didn't have a lot of say. It's like if somebody hit me up and was like, oh, can I get an extra ticket? I'm like, I really don't even know if I can get anyone at, uh, you know, or even an advance ticket or anything like that, right? So that's the tough part for me, you know, just being somebody involved in camp, still not be able to. It's a, it's yeah. its own business, right? It's yeah. its separate LLC, the whole mm-hmm. deal. So the dilemma is how do you let more people go to camp? Because right. – Let's say you add another 50 to 100 people right. that are on the waiting list, yeah. right? Well, that's going to be huge. That's yeah. going to be way too many people at camp, number one. Even before COVID, the whole point was to keep it capped at like 120-something. Yeah. yeah. And just because then we all get to know each other, right? Yeah. So you add those you people, number small, one. You keep it small. You keep it intimate. That's the whole point of it, you know? And that's, right. that's what it's always been. So you're going to ruin it's also, that if you do more You sales. also have to look at it this way. If we brought in, if we were to add another 50 tickets, which we could hold, you got people sleeping on the top bunk. And That's the I don't second, really, I don't, right. I don't want, I don't want people, if people want to sleep on the top bunk, they are more than welcome to, but I want them to have that option, you know? Yeah, 12 people to a cabin crammed yeah. in top yeah. and bottom bunk is really, really cramped. Yeah. You know, even, even before COVID. So. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. So, that's yeah. the dilemma, right? So, you, you can't add tickets. Mm-hmm. And so, what do you do? You know, uh, yeah. right now, the only option that looks like actually works is to have more than one camp a year. Yeah. That, honestly, that's the only, yeah. and we haven't decided on anything, but that is, that's the solution. Yeah. Right there. Maybe. So, everybody hang tight. We're going to come up with something because obviously I, you can't I would love to it. know what other people think. You know, whether, yes. you know, because there's been a few people on Twitter who's like, you know, oh, there should be a camp like this going year round and stuff. And it's like, well, yeah, but that's that's a lot of work. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of work. It's its own business. <clears throat> yeah, of course. It's also very it, it kind of takes the magic out of it. If yeah. it's like all the time. Yeah. yeah then yeah, it's yeah. just kind of a normal thing. You know, we kind of want it to be magical. Yeah. We don't want it to be as exclusive as it is. We want to be able to yeah. let more people in. So, yeah, the solution would be more than one camp, you know? 
So really, that's what it is. And everyone's like, well, you should raise ticket prices at least. It's like, okay, well, the whole point was to make something affordable. Yeah. You know, not that ticket prices won't mm-hmm. ever change to, you know, yeah. go with the times or inflation and, and costs of camp and all of that. But it's like we're trying to find this delicate balance. So yeah. I would love to know what other people think about doing either multiple camps a year or, you know, keeping it at one or, you know, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. And we've been talking about the possibility of of doing some other event stuff, too. We want to do an event again in Dallas. I think we're talking about the possibility of another DFWC4D in March. Yep. We've been talking about a road show, possibly, Mm -hmm. you know, hopping an RV and travel around. Oh, nice. Just to kind of get things going again. Yeah, something. But again, humbled. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you so, so much, much, everybody. I'm so excited for incredible. this camp. We've got some amazing things planned, and uh, so so excited. Like I can't believe we sold it out in less than a minute. Y'all are amazing. And there is yeah. there's a wait list now. Here's the thing: if you're not already on the wait list, I, I hate to tell yeah. you, it's probably not going to happen. But there are people on the top of the wait list. Yeah right now that we, we might we possibly are, be able to do we are we're looking at we the don't. possibility of adding a few more tickets not many but a few more um yeah. we're also we you know letting everyone know that you know cuz there may be some cancellations where people are like oh i just can't right. come okay we'll give your ticket to the next person along the lines so and another thing i wanted to make sure that we talk about too is that when the people in the checkout process that didn't know what to put as far as like their flight number yeah. and all of that kind of information, we will be sending out. I think it's important to let everybody yeah. know. And maybe we'll do an email or to the ticket holders. We will already soon and just say, look, we're going to send you a thing at some yeah. point. It's going to ask for all your information. And yes. also, don't worry about that. We will take care of it. We have a great system in place here. Yeah, uh, for taking care we of had, that. So. I actually we had someone email us and be like, um, I didn't know what to do about the flight information or the shuttle. We may just rent yeah. a car, and uh, how much does it cost for the shuttle? And I'm like, totally free. That's the whole point right. of cam- uh, camp. Yeah, that's you the know? point. It's it's so it's fun. Yeah. It's just like a regular camp where you're coming to camp. You're riding the shuttle, the bus to the the camp, and then you you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's fun. <clears throat> So we also, there's a lot of stuff going on this summer. I just wanted to talk about that. We're going to take a week off in two weeks, two weeks two from weeks. today. Okay. A little summer vacation. I'm going to mm-hmm. go up to Denver and uh, nice. hang out with Ariev a little bit. Yeah. Finally. It's been That'll a while. Be and uh, we're going to uh, see each other in real life. But no, we're, we're doing an RV trip. That'll be fun. Are you fun. taking the kid with you? Yeah. Nah, yeah. That'll be fun. So we're going to go and uh, have a good time there. Relax. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of leave the house for the first time in right. a couple of years. Yeah. Really. And, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the only vacation we went on last year was an RV trip that was literally like across the street from here in the yeah. state park. So yeah. uh, just letting people know about that. Also, next Wednesday, so a week from this Wednesday, is going to be the next Maxon uh, 3D Motion show. So make yep. sure you check out that. <coughs> we got other guests and specials and things coming up this summer, but I wanted to uh, show this new promo for yeah. the the summer of MoGraph. Here we go. It's the summer of MoGraph. 
featuring your favorite artists. Check MoGraph.com slash live for schedule. Be there. I love the <laughs> 80s vibe. It's so good. Yeah, so I was paying homage to the ABC Sunday night movie. Mm-hmm. I did all the uh, original score from that from scratch. By yeah. The oh, that's awesome. All the symphony and the whole entire deal from scratch. So uh, I'll probably post some behind the scenes on that actually on our TikTok. So oh, I wanted nice. to let everybody know that the uh, the TikTok, I've been doing some quick tips on there. You're yeah. going to see some more quick tips and things coming. Some of Dorpy's adventures on the side. It's the only place you can see that stuff mm-hmm. uh, besides maybe Instagram stories. I kind of repost them to Instagram yeah. stories. Why not? You know? Right. So uh, make sure you check that out. I got one coming up about navigation that I'm probably going to do uh, tonight or tomorrow night. And uh, I'll probably do some behind the scenes stuff on Ableton and the different things that uh, went into that promo just for fun. Mm-hmm. So uh, check us out on there and check out the Houdini course and the Creating the Unreal course. I wanted to give some update on courses because uh, Brandon just finished recording his course last night. He did. So we're just full in, full editing Ooh, mode at this point. Yeah, That's exciting. And then Caitlin is very far through her course at this point, too. <laughs> so uh, we're just going into the next round, which is editing promos. There's still some stuff to do on it, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're looking forward to their courses, that's going to be the Unreal Ray Tracing course called yeah. RTX On. Yeah, we called it that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I looked into it. I was like, I don't know if there's any reason we can't call it that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you'll be able to Google it. But, yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> right? we'll see. Uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, whatever. So the, uh, the class that Caitlin's doing is the Procreate course. Mm-hmm. We have not come up with a good name for it because yes. the word Procreate can mean... <laughs> Two things. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it has not been easy to figure out what this thing is going to be right. called. So uh, we're working on that. And uh, I think that's all I got for the week wrap up. We got a lot to do today. So I'm just going to keep moving here with uh, Ravcock. What's your flavor? What's your flavor? Light Solo for Cinema 4D is out. This is in the uh, rendering section because I thought this was interesting. Uh, it works with all lights for all different engines. So I have yeah. not had a chance to play with it, but I, I went, I went to go download it, it, it and buy it, even though he'd get mad at us for buying it because he always gives us his stuff. And every time I purchase something from EJ because we're close friends, he gets mad at me and he refunds my money and then just gives it to me. But yeah. I was trying to go buy it under a, a, a like a, a pen name <laughs> so that he could actually make the money off of us. But I couldn't get his website to load. <laughs> Sure, he really wants your seven dollars. Right, Matt, he does. Really yeah, from yeah. Mr. X. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, I think it's gonna. I think it's it's gonna be a useful tool for me. I haven't uh, installed it yet, but that is something that I I sometimes feel like I want. Like, where is that light? Where's right. that one light? What is this right. light doing right here? Being so, able to just solo it is cool. I'm curious though if you yeah. if it needs to be titled light, you know, in order like how does how does it how does it differentiate oh, between? All I don't of know. Them? You know, gonna have to yeah, try it yeah. out. Be good so, for like yeah. groups. Yeah. Uh, so make sure you check that out. Also, creating realistic plants in Octane. This is an Octane tutorial that I just saw somewhere. I'm gonna link to it, and uh, I didn't list his name, but he goes over how to set up like a plant skin. But mm-hmm. he really goes into like the wavelengths of light with photosynthesis and all of that. And at the end. The only thing a lot of people mention on this is that at the end, he puts kind of this fuzz on it. 
you know, some plants have fuzz mm-hmm. on them. Mm-hmm. And they said it looked a little bit like felt, which is fine. The thing yeah. is, this is, this is a cool look, no matter what it is. It's kind of the fuzzy look. Yeah. So you could use fuzz. it for a lot of things. Yeah, you could, yeah, like peach yeah. fuzz or something. <clears throat> I thought it was pretty cool. I've, I've had to kind of try and do that look before, so... Uh, the last one I wanted to mention is this is a redshift thing here is uh, Parker Coleman. He posted he's got a Patreon and you can check out his um, his redshift Maxon noise chart that he made, oh. uh, which is pretty nice. He went through all the noises and everything and just charted it out. That's so cool. Make sure you nice. check that out. So, all right, on to the topic of today, which is Andy Lefton. Hello, Andy. Gentlemen, Hello. how are you? What's going on? Good. Pretty good. We can. That was a long intro today. That's okay, but, man. Uh, <laughs> give me, give me a chance to breathe. <laughs> yeah, let's let you get acclimated to being on on the air here. Yeah, yeah it's um, it's 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 fun. Mm. I I think we've met in person before, and have we? You know, we we've yeah we've hung out on Skype quite a bit. Yeah, like for Max on stuff, for the Max and like, Roadshow and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that we we hung out in real life at one or two of the shows at least. It's I know been you so used to long go to... since I've seen a real person. Yeah, in this I industry, I can't remember. But last... I think I've forgotten what everyone looks like. Yeah, the last yeah. time I think I showed my face at a Maxon event uh, was in 2015. Sigraph. It's when I was yeah. giving the presentation yeah. on that short film I did, that Two Worlds, and um, I don't know. It was like it was a handful of days. It was awesome. So yeah, maybe yeah. we crossed paths then. I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say you kind of haven't been to a lot of them lately, and I think maybe our paths only crossed like one, at one point. Yeah, yeah, I need to get I know. need to get back on that. Um, just these last few years, man, have been super super busy, so um, I need it's to make a, good a priority. Problem to have. Yeah, yeah, no complaints, you know. But you know, you throw a pandemic on top of it in isolation, right? right. <laughs> you get a little stir crazy, yeah. but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's all good, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess. Um, you have done quite a, a bit of stuff for for Maxon and, and mm. presenting and things, and uh, you do quite a bit of other things as well, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. Okay, but yeah. let's kind of go back and start from the beginning, and let's let's talk about your your early upbringing mm, and uh, you know. Wait, how do we want to go? Like, how far back do we want to go? Now? Like the dumpster diving early <laughs> years, or like? Uh, oh man. Well, Andy, I feel What's like we've had very most... similar backgrounds. Oh, dude, man, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure we have. We could talk about that. <laughs> yeah, tell mm. us about the beginnings. Tell us what really got you kind um, of moving in this direction. <sighs> Let's see. Well, I'm going to throw this out there because it's going to sound cliche, but I swear to God, this is the honest truth, is that the act, the element that got me to where I'm at today was when my dad took me to see Star Wars in 77. And I know mm-hmm. everybody says that, but dude, I mean, obviously mm-hmm. we know the impact that the film had on us. So anyway. you, can, you can tell how old they are because they either say Star Wars uh, or they say Jurassic Park. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, and yeah. That's, it's kind of hard to hear these days. Yeah. You yeah. know, because it's like, okay, we're getting old. What do we do? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. um, so, I mean, you know, visually speaking and like, mm-hmm. it, you know, it was such a, it was such a catalyst for our imagination. Yeah. Being introduced to that when we were younger. So, I mean, that, that was, you know, it was like, when I grow up, I want to do this. You know, first it was, mm-hmm. you see Star Wars and then I was like, you know, then you're like 12 years old. You want to be a NASCAR driver. But then it's like, well, mm-hmm. <laughs> Your, your love is for the imagination, you know, and so um, I was living in Colorado at the time, and this was probably, uh, this was throughout the whole, the 90s, mm-hmm. um, and so um, 
I wasn't really sure what I wanted to. I knew what I wanted to do, but like the the the. The, the academic side of the CG industry and the curriculums in school didn't really exist. Like there was only a handful yeah. of schools that you could go to to be like, you know, you could definitely learn design, but you there wasn't like a CG or 3D or production yeah. course. And so be, me being in Colorado, I kind of barreled through all my um, kind of my general classes, you know, in community mm-hmm. college and things of that nature. And then things in the nineties in Denver, dude, Colorado. Oh, man, man, there must have been a lot of grunge going on, at dude. That okay, point. yeah. And there was a yeah. Hmm. I mean, you you want to go over to you want to cross that threshold? <laughs> yeah, it's like. <laughs> but you know that was another reason why I left Colorado too. So it wasn't it wasn't to like pursue my goals career wise. It was also music, you know, yeah. because mm-hmm. yeah, sure, grunge was a thing, like. I mean, at the time, I hated grunge, but, like, if you look at grunge itself, I mean, it single-handedly took down the hair metal industry. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of a cool <laughs> thing. But, um, mm. yeah, I, but things stagnated in Colorado for me. Yeah. You know, I mean, all my mm. pals are there, you know. it's I still consider it my home, but just, you know, my life then, it just kind of stagnated. So I moved to Minnesota, where I am now, in Minneapolis, and um, there was a school here at MCTC that had a, um, like, a like a production course it was it was media production is what it was called but it covered everything so it was like 3d animation and video editing and Mm -hmm. audio production it was the whole gamut over a matter of you know a handful of years and so i signed up for that and then going through that course i realized that it was like that's where i got my visual fix was in the digital realm of working with animation Mm -hmm. and so man it, it like sucked me in yeah yeah, and so that's kind of where it started, um, and uh, I don't know, just kind of you know you build your knowledge and you build your base for a while. I had my own business for five years with a um, old buddy of mine, and learned a lot of experience through that, and um, freelance quite what, a bit, and brought me to where I am. What now. programs were were they teaching there? So I when I first began, I started on um, oh god, what was it? It was. Um, uh, Strata, Strata okay. Studio Pro. Oh, Strata oh, Studio dude. Pro. It was yes. God, I think I still have my files have on that. a zip, a zip drive <laughs> or something. But That's yeah, cool. so I started on that, yeah. and then I mean, it was like, I mean, I always say this to to people who are starting out that are you know are kind of overwhelmed by the CG industry. It's like when I first started and I mean literally the first day I walked into that media production course with 3D animation dude I couldn't even turn on a computer I didn't know how yeah I had no I was Mm. not tech savvy again it was like you know I'm a punk rock kid with like no experience in computers and so I like had to look over to the dude left of me and I'm like hey man you know like how do you turn this thing on you know (laughs) and he's like this button here and you know yeah, it just it, it built from there, and so when I got into Strata, um, it was the most buggiest thing. I didn't know anything about buggy software, but man, mm-hmm. that thing was buggy, uh, you yeah. know. Um, and then you know that lasted for about a semester. Then the next semester, they segued over to um, Cinema to Cinema 4D. Really? So, oh wow, yeah, dude. And so I started. What on, year? Um, then uh, nine ninety nine. Okay. 2000 maybe I think it was See, 2000 I was still in uh, um, Infinity at that point oh, yeah. I had gone from Stratra to, from Studio Pro god I can't yeah. pronounce it Strata. to um, to yeah Inf- yeah to Infinity, Infinity so yeah. so Cinema was when did Cinema come out so I started so this is kind of the mind boggling thing because I mean you think of that dude and that was like 21 years ago for me right mm-hmm. and so yeah. I started on 7.1 
or seven point two. So you're thinking like I jumped. I started on cinema when it was already Mograph stage. Oh yeah, yeah. It was bare bones, but I mean, you know, you go from Strata Studio to Cinema 4D, and it's like it's apples and oranges because you're dealing with this professional platform, and um, you know, it was kind of switching gears there between platforms it was kind of confusing and overwhelming but man i just put my nose to the grindstone and the thing about cinema too and i'm not trying to like tune any horns here but dude the interface alone like was really user-friendly starting off it still is it still I, I is so. yeah man, it totally yeah. Is. yeah that was the one thing that really drove me to cinema was the fact that it was so user-friendly yeah and coming from an after effects background me you know it's yeah. like oh this this feels more normal i get right. this right 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 i wish i would have had it back then because mm-hmm. i feel like i wouldn't have bounced around so much yeah on different pieces when of when did you get into cinema uh, I really didn't get into cinema until 2010 or oh, okay. 2009, yeah. I think, somewhere in there. Yeah. 2009, okay. I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, at that point, you but, were picking up a pretty powerful package. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. But I bounced around so much because of my PC-Mac mm. transition to, you know, I was on PC, went to Mac, and I went back. But, but yeah, I wish I would have had cinema from the beginning because I was trying to go down the rabbit hole of 3D Max and all these other things. And that was my struggle too, man. Like it was always like, okay, I want to do high end stuff. I want to kick ass. I like totally want to do this. And everyone's like, Maya, get into Maya, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. dude, yeah. it's like I just got into cinema. Like you know, I'm scared. I don't want to really like mm-hmm. you know jump ship on this because I'm I'm. You know, it was like it was intimidating to go from package to package, you know, because mm-hmm. you don't know where you're going to fit it in the industry. Because, you know, remember, like mm-hmm. Max is only video games and like Maya's only yeah. high end, you know, the right. industry standard and Cinema 40 is only design or whatever. And now I, I didn't like that stigma. Yeah. And so I was like, no. That was so set in stone back then. It was. Like, yeah. totally. You want to do architecture, you have Max. to use 3D Max. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, V-Ray and Max, you know. It's like, no, screw yeah. that. V-Ray and Cinema, I'm doing that. Like, come on, you know, we yeah. can do that. You know, and so that's why I was like, um, no, man, I could do high-end stuff in Cinema. Like, I don't need Maya for this. But it was, it was a moral dilemma, too, because... You know, I was like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to LA and work at all the big houses and whatever, you know, but you're young, you know, and it's like, well, shit, maybe I should let, you know, use Maya, but I didn't. Right. (laughs) I was too happy with cinema, (laughs) you know? Yeah. 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 So where'd you go from there? So, so you, you learned stuff. How did you get into doing actual work for people? So, um, my instructor, when I was in school, so 2000, 2001, super great dude. I still talk to him now. His, his name is Greg Kubera. Um, he got me an internship at a local, here in Minneapolis, a local studio, which was called Fluke. But they were also, and, and if I get this wrong, Alec, if I get this wrong, I'm sorry. But <laughs> they had an umbrella company, which was hybrid medical okay and so mm-hmm. i know you guys are probably familiar with hybrid you know they're one of the biggest you know medical studios here in minneapolis you know and mm-hmm. everywhere but um so i started there as an intern so i was working at fluke but i was also doing some stuff for hybrid on the side because they were under the same roof um and so uh yeah that's where i started that lasted about a year year and a half as an intern um then i took off on my own i freelanced for a few years then i started my own business 
which was called Eight Point Productions. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of, it was kind of a multimedia thing. So it wasn't just, you know, 3D. It was After Effects and motion design and, you know, things of that nature, just to kind of take any job you could to stay afloat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that for about five years. Um, and man, it was, you, you wore a lot of hats during that experience. So not only were you the, like the production artist, but you were also, you know, art director and creative director and whatever. Yeah. So I learned a lot with that, you know, dealing directly with clients. And then, um, you know, that unfortunately folded. So, um, my partner and I, at that point, business partner, we took our, you know, took, went our separate ways and then, uh, just freelance for a while. And then, um, kind of hooked up with Joel Dubin at uh, Mad Microbe and they're looking for an artist and then I jumped I jumped on with them and it's been happiness ever since. Are you still with Mag- Mad Microbe? I am. Yeah. I am. Is there somebody who is there somebody else who presents on a regular basis that we might know I, from I, Mad Microbe? Oh. I, I, um, I know there's been a few presenters. There's been a few presenters like yeah. Yeah. um I know my buddy Patrick, you know, that I work with at Matt Microbe. Um, I think you guys actually did a show with him, maybe. Patrick's... Yeah, yeah, from Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Letourneau? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's probably watching right now. Huh? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, and I know Joel has um, has uh, done some presentation at SIGGRAPH. But, um, oh. you know, it's, it's, it's great there. We're super, super busy. So I'm there right now as a um, kind of a senior CG generalist. Um, also working cool. as an art director at times when needed. Um, and yeah, it's, it's amazing, man. We have a killer time. At Mad yeah. Micro. You guys produce good work. Thanks. Like really good work. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you very much for that. But the, the team's yeah, incredible, man. I mean, it's, and speaking of software, you know, uh, oh, the stinger. Mm. Yeah. We're, um, I mean, <laughs> you know, we're, you know, we jumped into Redshift. Now we're doing Redshift, you know, and now it's like, you know, there's you know Houdini starting to come into the picture, so it's growing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's nice. my misfit skull. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm curious about like in the medical field as far as like Houdini. Mm-hmm. There's there's got to be some really great procedural stuff that you can do when it yeah. comes to medical animation. Yeah, dude. Sure. Yeah, we brought Gosh, on that subsurface. Um, so nice. Man, oh, look dude, at yeah. that. Oh look my yeah. god, the stomach lesion. Look at that thing. Huh? <laughs> That is one pretty stomach lesion. Yeah, yeah. you don't want that floating around your That is the prettiest belly. stomach lesion I've ever seen. You got all the hairs and stuff. It's yeah, nice. that would, dude. And again, nice. man, you know, redshift, redshift hair. Mm-hmm. You know, doesn't take much. You know, you can create and get a killer look. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I was uh, texting Ari of there. I, I realized I have my time wrong by an hour oh that's funny (laughs) yeah so as you can see too as well and and another thing that's weird is that a lot of bands which i never expected like a lot of bands over the last decade or more have been coming to me to do album art that's cool so yeah so it's like some of the stuff that i is it's kind of a wide gamut yeah like some misfits sam hain stuff like i don't know Mm -hmm. it's crazy that's cool that's gorgeous so tell us about your day to day when you're when you're working on on uh, obviously not pieces like this, but your, your <laughs> medical stuff. Medical stuff, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah tell us about your day to day on that because we've had a few people on the show that do medical. It's very interesting to hear the process. It's a little bit different than I think a lot of people expect. Mm, yeah, um, it's 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 a constant learning process, and you know I don't have. 
any extensive medical background, so it's not like I went to school. Mm-hmm. You know, thankfully, Mad Microbe, you know, a lot of the folks there, you know, like Joel and Mitch and, you know, a lot of the um, people that have been there the longest, you know, have some of that experience just from working in it so long. But, you know, we also have people that have degrees in some of the medical and science realms as well. Mm-hmm. So that helps, you know. So having them there as, you know, consulting or advisory, you know, like it's, it's so beneficial. So for me personally... It's always, um, I, I think what I think what makes me ha- happy. <laughs> I'm trying to find mm-hmm. uh, you know the, the proper expression here, but what makes me happy to like get up in the morning and do this is that you are constantly learning about stuff. You know, yeah. I mean, when you're dealing with science and medical, you know, mm-hmm. this it can't be wishy-washy. Like, you mm-hmm. need to know the specifics on why this is happening, why these drugs mm-hmm. are doing this, and, you know, the MOAs of this, MOAs of that, you know, and what's happening in the body. And you're constantly learning. So getting up every day, you know, you know, putting your nose to the grindstone um, and knowing that the next day is going to be something different and new is it's thrilling man i mean i know mm-hmm. that it sounds kind of corny but jeez it's fun man <laughs> I, I and i've done a bunch of really stupid jobs over the years oh I, and i feel <laughs> like i've learned like a ton of useless information yeah you know right do you Algebra. feel like i mean yeah. i don't I'm not necessarily not the medical stuff is like yeah. useless but like you know do you feel like you've learned so much about the medical profession just you know working there I mean, okay, I mean, maybe to not that extent, but yes, maybe to some degree where it's like I feel confident in like the client or we're sitting down and we're doing a daily and we're talking about a project that's coming up or a project that's ongoing and we talk about, you know, specific elements of the job. I feel confident that I know what everybody is talking about. But, you know, there's the other side where it's like I need to ask questions because I don't know what this, why this drug is doing this to, you know, to this aspect of, right. the, of mm-hmm. the science, you know? So, um, again, it goes back to saying you're constantly learning about this stuff, but the more you do it, the more everything makes sense, sure. you know? And it's, um, yeah, you, your knowledge is constantly growing and it's, I live for that stuff, you know? And then to See, work the, working with a team, like the, the <clears throat> team of people are some of the best people I've ever worked with. How many people are there? Dude, that's actually a good question because, uh-huh. Things have been so crazy, like crazy good, um, that we're looking for, we're constantly looking for more artists. Um, mm-hmm. So um, right now, geez, guys, if you're watching, I might be wrong on this, but I <laughs> um, want to say between 13 and 15. Okay. And when we That's started, a That's a good size it, it is, man. But, you know, also like working remotely too, it's, it's insane how well oiled the machine is, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we also take the time to kind of do stuff like this where, you know, we speak every day. We talk about what's going on with projects and who's doing what just a daily, you mm-hmm. know. But, you know, at the end of the week, we I have call in. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's usually yeah. audio. But by the end of the week, we, you know, every Friday we meet face to face, you know, so we can have that personal intimate time to, you know, do this and like really see how people are doing. And it works, man. It totally works. Yeah, totally. Yeah. The thing is. Like Veronica Hayes was on mm. the show a few weeks ago. She's and, amazing. And she does medical animation, mm-hmm. and it, she's <clears throat> she's amazing. And but she has a really uh, extensive background, kind of in yep. yeah. This she's field. She, her degree is specifically in med- medical illustration. Yeah, she works with and us. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so my question was going to be on that, like without having like the medical 
background it was did that take a while for you to really pick up speed and get going on that oh, that yeah. had to be yeah because <laughs> you know again i didn't have a background you know it's not, yeah. it's not like i went and got my bachelor or phd in you know some medical right. field you know so yeah it's like you're um you have you 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 have to be willing to learn what these things are yeah you know and it's you know even sometimes it's as simple as like layman speak where it's like okay so you know for instance you'll be talking with the client or you'll be talking with each other and then you want to make sure everybody's on the same page so you'll say hey okay so then what you're saying is i want the blue thing to come down and then attach to the red thing and then you know so it's like you uh-huh. sometimes you kind of put things in a, in a in a generalized sense like that but um um you know it, it works you know mm-hmm. and and how do you decide like I guess in my head, at least there's two different types of medical animation. Mm-hmm. There's, there's the stuff that's there to just teach something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For example, like explainer you know, ones. Right? Yeah. Like it's, it's yeah. more like a diagram of something. Mm-hmm. And then there are the ones that are like super pretty, like mm-hmm. extensive shot with depth of field and yeah. cilia on everything. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like, and that's, that's an interesting point too. Um, and sorry to interrupt. Um, no. Sure. But, you know, that's the thing, too, is that there is a technical side and there's a creative side, mm-hmm. you know, and the um, I came from the creative side. I still work in the creative side. But this is kind of the point where I'm starting to now move into the technical side of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, so you're kind of teaching the other side of the brain, you know, a balance between between stuff. So, um yeah, it's it's a fine line, but again, this is what the team is made up of. You know, we have the heavy creative and we have heavy technical, heavy science. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we yeah. meet in the middle, and it works. You know? Yeah, I know. When I think uh, medical animation, Mad Microbe is the first company that I think of. Really? You know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know that many, but it is specifically because Matt's like of it's also the-, the only company no, that no. I know of. <laughs> it's it's because I have I have seen so many you know presentations from you guys and stuff like that. Yeah, you know? sure, and sure. Every time you're talking to to a C forty artist who does some sort of mil- medical you know animations and stuff, they're like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I worked over at Mad Microbe for a little bit. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like- you know, there was a time when there the um, the amount of kind of medical animation houses was very limited. You know, globally, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. it was very, mm-hmm. very limited. Um, you know, and I remember that because I kind of, you know, started there. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's like, you know, there's more, you know, it's friendly competition, but there's more competition and there's more houses. Um, and mm-hmm. at least from what I've experienced, I don't think it's it's like a, a cutthroat kind of thing. Like I said, I think it's everything is friendly and people work together, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because we're all kind of striving for the same thing. But um, there's way more yeah. opportunity now in medical animation you know mm-hmm. well when because eric small was on we talked to eric oh, for a eric, while yeah. actually about the possibility of doing a, a course yeah mm-hmm. you know doing a, a medical animation course yeah, but when it came down to it though i think the problem was that we we weren't sure about people's backgrounds and how much background they would have to have i feel like yeah. coming from doing medical animation about the time you started Mm -hmm. and about the time you got into it this is just the vibe that i get is that because the animation for all of this was so new at the time Mm -hmm. and it was just kind of like you know coming into existence i feel like people like you who got in at the beginning didn't necessarily have to have as much medical background right 
as people now because talking to some of these people now it's like mm-hmm. oh you want to get into medical animation right now okay you might need to know yep. a little bit more do you do you feel like now if someone was going to get into it they would they would need to go to school or is there still a possibility of getting yeah. your foot in the door somewhere That's well, a good without question. that. Yeah, it is a good question. Um, and that that does kind of serve me well, too, because, like I said, I didn't have that much medical experience. You know, like it was just kind of the basic knowledge of stuff. Um, but you're still asking a lot of questions. And it doesn't matter. You know, there's I don't know. There's two sides of the coin here. It mm-hmm. doesn't it does. You can have all the experience in the world being a medical animator, but you're still going to ask questions. You know, yeah, right. but yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, but course. the other the other side of the coin is too is that if you if you get any of the science wrong, you're done because mm-hmm. that is the number one thing about medical animation is the message. You don't mm-hmm. get the right. message right. It doesn't matter how pretty it looks. You know, it doesn't matter if you're flying through a cellular Death Star trench type of shot. <laughs> well, seriously, like it may yeah. look beautiful, but the science may be wrong and what's happening. And so um, yeah, yeah. it's it's good to have kind of a maybe a basic knowledge. But, you know, it you can also come in as kind of being an open book, you yeah. know, because it's you you're, you're not you're not officially the one directing your own shots. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you have people on the team to help direct you. So you have that element, mm-hmm. too, you know. So, no, when- you don't have to, like, have some wacky degree. So yeah. the the question is like so, say for example, you've got, I, I I don't know like what type of person do y'all look to hire? You know, like are you looking for more, looking for someone with a degree with a medical illustration background, or if someone's just a super badass, you know, yeah, uh, uh, a three D animator. Yeah. Would you be more willing to hire them? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, the best of both worlds, but it's kind of yeah. like, it, it's like if you're a wicked badass, you know, 3D animator and you know what uh-huh. you're doing, then again, it goes back to what I mentioned earlier. Like there are people, you know, on yeah. the Mad Microbe team, you know, that are going to be like, okay, you may not know what this disease consists of or what the drug interacts or how it interacts with this and that, but we'll show you. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. and I mean, that's good. E- even for as long as I've been doing it, you know, it's like I still have to consult and be like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, I may be owning yeah. this project or working with, you know, on the team or something like that, but I'm going to still need um, advice on some of this stuff. Absolutely. You know, yeah. so I think yeah. if you're a badass artist, that's going to look pretty good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So what else do you work on? Do you, uh, I saw a lot of stuff on your art station, so obviously yeah. you're, you're doing some other things. saw some substance painter in there and things. Um, what else do you work on? Do you do anything like shorts? Do you do side work? Yeah. Do no. other types of God, side work. Projects? No, dude. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Um, personal stuff is like um, I love doing illustration, mm-hmm. 3D art illustration. Um, I love working in short film, um, and I'm currently been working on an idea over the last year or two. Um, but where I'm at right now with with personal work um, is I'm really doing my damnedest to get into Unreal. Um, yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, this is where the technology's going. Yeah, this is yeah, where yeah. I mean, dude. That's a whole other conversation. But it's like if you don't keep up with this stuff. You're going to yeah. fall by the wayside, man. Absolutely. You know, because right. I mean, if you compare it to our stories from 10, 20 years ago to how, where we are now, you mm-hmm. don't keep up with it, man. You're going to, 
Mm-hmm. You you have to you have to keep up with it. So I'm yeah, yeah. I'm doing my I, best. To I still feel like I'm falling stuff. behind. You, you know, always with do. The and new I do versions too. of yeah. cinema and all the stuff. Yeah, you know. And I, you're, I, right, I still, you're right. I still feel like I don't understand Fields as well as I should. Well, you, know? you just don't want to be the guy <laughs> who I don't know. Think about 2012 when cinema was like. Mm really starting to get that momentum and you mm-hmm. had gsg really yeah. gaining momentum and all of that mm-hmm. and there was always the one or two people that are like yeah i still use Lightwave." yeah and you're like <laughs> why really soft you don't want to be what yeah, yeah soft homage <laughs> and not that they were bad programs no. mm-hmm. but like that's kind of the feel right it, yeah like you would have like the 55 year old dude who was like super into soft homage show yeah. up for a job interview and you're like yeah <laughs> dude and it sucks uh, yeah. i don't want to be that guy yeah, it, yeah. and you're yeah. you're so right you guys are right because it's like those are true stories man i was that pretentious yeah. jerk too that was like light wave come on yeah, right you know but here yeah. i am i can't understand freaking houdini or whatever you know it's like yeah. you know you can't talk you know it's like you know it's it really is on the artist too it's like you could probably use an older package as long as you're you're you know you're a damn good artist, you know, yeah, but um, you yeah. have to be willing to yeah. move, move forward. Yeah, because if you have to work with other people, mm-hmm. you have to know the software. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it, so if five, ten years from now, there's I don't I don't feel like it's going to be all real time yeah. and all no, unreal or no, anything like no. that. But you will be working with that as a motion designer, especially if you're just getting into it right mm-hmm. now. Man, yeah. You know, one of my one know. of my favorite short films of the past like few years was actually done all in Lightwave. Oh, what, yeah, what it was uh, that. Uh, uh, oh gosh, it was the one with the really hyper weird looking dudes, and it was like the the spoof of like. Uh, you should drop a link. Uh, yeah, it's. I need to find out what it's called. Yeah, but they did a Kickstarter video to try and uh, try and sell it, but it was all soft homage and octane, you know. And they did a spoof of uh, yeah, uh, uh, two thousand one, a space odyssey. I don't think I saw it. Yeah. Let me see if I can find what it's called. Yeah. It's like... Dude, it's like... Oh, yeah. You know, I'm one of... I was... I don't know, I'd like to use this as past tense, but I feel like I was one of those kind of pretentious artists mm-hmm. where I was like, no, I'm not going to get into Maya. I'm not going to get into Max. I'm going to do everything those things can do in Cinema 4D. And I kind of feel like that's where... I'm glad to, that I sort of stuck to my guns on that because I feel like that's where things are. Like cinema, mm-hmm. like conquers a lot, you know. Yeah. But you also do other stuff, by the way. Yeah. I wanted to to bring that up because what I feel do like I, do? I feel like Matt, you might you might have some. Uh, yes. Yeah. Let's talk about similar this. interests. Let's, let's talk about this. What, uh, oh, so you do a weekly radio show. Yeah. It's a Tell still, okay. That. So it's is not cinema 4D. No, it's not. It's not. I mean, okay, so my my days are filled up with everything CG, you know, and it's like in my free time everything's filled up with well, everything CG and music. But it's like, yeah, I do um it's actually a segment. So there's a radio show here in Minnesota called Roar of the Underground, and it's like a lot of like extreme music, so you know, metal and thrash and you know, grind and stuff like that. But um, I do a segment on during the show where I have about a 20-minute slot or so, and I do a lot of, like, kind of punk hardcore, mm-hmm. 
you know, try to get more exposure on that side of music. Um, like, to, is it current punk hardcore it's everything. or is it's it everything? Okay. Yeah. I mean, right. I think like my last show, like I had bands, I don't even know if you guys are familiar, but like, like this band hell crusher, who's kind of like this <laughs> legendary, you know, hardcore punk UK band. And like this other band, deadly rain, who was from Austin, but he mm-hmm. might play guitar in him. And then this band, um, instinct of survival from Germany who are like super incredible, Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like I, I do a lot of like punk hardcore stuff. I mean, I, that's cool. I've been doing that stuff for like, since I was a teenager, mm-hmm. you know, so that's my shtick. What so was... you have a little bit of recording background there. Do you, do you mm-hmm. do any music recording? As oh well? yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I've got, I'm in two bands right now and two albums are being pressed right now. Nice. Yeah. Oh, one dang. band that I've been in for about 12, 13 years now, we're working on our, I think our 11th or 12th album or something like that. Wow. So we tour and stuff, you know, I mean, I don't know, like, uh-huh. like, like, are you guys familiar with the band Voivod? Do you know Voivod? No, Dude, they I play don't. with Metallica and stuff a lot. But anyway, the drummer of Voivod, I was in a band with him for a while. We lasted about five years. We toured the world for a while. Wow. So yeah. So three albums from that band, they were called Tau Cross, which unfortunately is this on spotify can we oh find yeah this yeah yeah. These up? Oh, yeah that band like broke up in a fiery crash though like nice. i don't recommend looking into why we broke up but um but yeah so i'm in two <laughs> other bands right now and i'm in this band called war plague which um you know kind of crust punk stenchcore kind of thing um we've been around for well over a decade we tour when we can um albums always being released like we just wrote an lp over the pandemic then I'm in another yeah. band, which is kind of made up of, um, it's more remote, you know? So it's me here, my buddy Tom, who's in Seattle. Do um, mm-hmm. you just record tracks and send them to each other? Yeah. Is that how you do so it? Steve, who's the other guitarist. So this, it's this band, which is called Fear of the Known, it's kind of made up of two veteran um, kind of punk veteran dudes from the old Bristol mm-hmm. scene from the 80s. So it's like members of like Chaos UK and members of Disorder. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, I'm playing with those guys now. Um, and yeah, so we record, we'll write a riff to a click track. We got a drummer who's in Japan. That's He'll funny. Put, oh, it's insane, dude. So yeah, we use Reaper for a lot of that stuff. So we track our guitars, uh-huh. track our instruments, and then Steve does all the mixing and mastering. Um, and then we have a label out in the Czech Republic who um, is releasing our albums. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's that's interesting. That it's It's so... I mean, it's it's just like we do stuff with Cinema 4D yeah. or mm-hmm. anything else. If we're collaborating with other people, we don't really think about it. But yeah. I, I don't know why it seems different to me. But collaborating on tracks, I think, is with, – with audio, it seems harder to do because you have to have a vibe with people yep. when you're recording audio sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it kind of separates that whole thing. If you don't have a chance to rehearse with somebody in person yeah. – it probably feels a lot different trying to record those tracks. Yeah. You don't know the people. Oh, dude. Um, when I was in that band I mentioned that that died a horrible death called Tau mm-hmm. Cross, um, we, it was a remote band, too. And again, like that was made up of veteran dudes that I grew up with. So I was playing in this dream team of people and like dude we were being offers all over the world of like you tour here you know we'll fly here whatever just all kinds of cool stuff so um our entire career 
before touring was done remotely. So the album we released was done remotely. It was mixed in Scotland. It was released in Philadelphia. Like it was crazy. Like, Mm -hmm. so then when we decided to do a tour, we've never played together. So we had, dude, it was nuts. We had two days. We had two days to meet up. We met up here in Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. I had a buddy down the street that had a studio in his basement. We all met up for two days and we never played together, but we practiced all the songs remotely. So mm-hmm. when we walked in the room together, it was like, okay, here's the set list. And it just, mm-hmm. it clicked. It was insane. Like, all the songs were played perfect. Like, we, we studied them for yeah. so long. Me and awesome. uh, I was in a uh, uh, Ramones cover band called oh, nice. The Cretans nice. uh, for a while. Send me a link. And so, uh, 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 yeah, it, it was basically, hey, uh, we had a gig. And I was yeah. like, okay, so you learn all these songs. Yeah. And literally. They're not hard. We di- no, no, they're not. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. So, the first, time, the first time we played together was on stage. You know, really? And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it, me and the drummer had gotten together, you know, a few times, and so we had just played, but we hadn't added the bassist in at any point, you know. Okay. And so, and she she was just a badass. Like she showed up, and it's yeah. like, oh, this feels fuller now. This feels right, you totally. know. And she yeah. knew all the background harmonies and everything. Really? It was like, oh, this is good. This is good. Yeah. So it worked out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's Ramon stuff too. It's like, you know, as long as you're tuned to standard E, I think everything is going to be okay. You know, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same three chords, but you just reverse them yep. every other song. You know, but yep. <laughs> I love the Ramones, man. I grew up on them, man. It's part of my roots. Yeah, you know? absolutely. That's that was awesome, the first man. first real punk rock band that I got into. Yeah, you know, yeah. and moved into like Screeching Weasel. And oh, more dude, of the, uh, we played the, with them before. Oh yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Ben. That's cool. Ben Weasel. He's a good. He's good. He's a little out there but he's a good dude yeah yeah <clears throat> sarah was asking in the chat she got war play what were the other two bands oh okay so interesting i actually did art for one of our this is the art Ooh. i did for uh it was a war plague split ep with this band called war wound mm-hmm. from the okay so it's war play mm-hmm. with two forward slashes mm-hmm. okay this was a japanese release actually What's yeah, the other was, two? I was so just the other listening two to it bands, in my earpods. It sounds good. I like it. Yeah, it's just thrashy stuff. Um, <laughs> so the other band that's that's the latest one is Fear of the Known, um, but as we go by FOTK, which is mm-hmm. um, there's a band camp of that, and then um, the old the old band, which I'm I'm kind of reluctant to talk about it because even Rolling Stone did an issue on it, like how we died, but. Um, <laughs> It was nuts, man. All the more reason. We want to hear the dirty So that band gossip, was called Tau. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That band was called <laughs> Tau Cross. So it was T-A-U and then the word cross. Um, okay. And no, nothing religious. It was just based off the insignia. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Hmm. Well, we'll let everybody Google that. Yeah. Great. I'm adding, great. Here comes adding the, them to <laughs> my band to again. explore playlist. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So what do you record on if you're doing tracks mm-hmm. uh, at home? Re- what like what use? software? Yeah, what software do Reaper. you use? Reaper. I use Pro Tools for a while, and that's just, mm-hmm. meh. You know, it's yeah. too buggy, too heavy. Reaper is like cinema. It's just, you pop it open, and it's just like, okay, this is super awesome and easy, you know? Yeah. So I use yeah. I track uh, here, yeah. and I got an audio inbox interface that I plug my guitar into um, mm-hmm. and just track. It's easy enough. Yeah, I I saw some memes on TikTok. It's like people who use Pro Tools, people who use Ableton, <laughs> and people who use yeah, yeah. yeah. And so uh, it, it's just uh, 
I can't re- I can't remember like what the different levels were and why mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I mean I'm kind of an Ableton person myself yeah. mm-hmm. and a, I'm a logic person when it comes to the basics but yeah yeah love Ableton yeah I almost got into Ableton um, but I think that was is Ableton the one that's only Mac based or is that Logic no no I think no that's Logic okay, yeah, that's logic. logic okay so yeah I think yeah. it was Ableton that I was I was debating what to get into but. Our audio engineer here in Minneapolis at the studio, he uses Reaper. So I was like, well, it just kind of makes sense that if I need to track yeah. here and send him something, it'll, For be, sure. yeah, yeah. it'll work. Yeah. The reason I brought it up is because I, I was curious if, you know, as far as Cinema 4D goes, mm-hmm. as far as doing 3D goes, is there anything that you feel like you've learned from one that helps you in the other somehow? Whether whether that's in the creative process or technically or whatever it is. Um I feel like that I understand Ableton better the more I go because I understand 3D programs. Oh, totally, totally. I mean, it is it is sort of a navigation thing. You know, it's like mm-hmm. when you've when you've worked in in cinema or Photoshop, you know that any other any other program, no matter what it's going to be, is going to have a file menu and it's going to have an edit menu yeah. and it's going to have a preferences option. Right. So that's that's bare bones but you know it's going to have it and all software kind of have have that, you know. So it's like if you if if people mess up UIs and kind of screw around with that, you're going to lose your base, you know, because but yeah, that's one thing is that is that you know that when you open something new, it'll have that there and you know mm-hmm. where to go and it's it, that's kind of a starting point for me. So yeah, when I opened up Reaper, it's like, okay, I know files there, I know edits there. You know, yeah. okay, there's the play button, there's a record button. Hi, my name is Sashia Dumont. I'm a writer, actor, and filmmaker. Hi, my name is Paul Robinson. I'm a director, DP, and filmmaker. We are the creators and hosts of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, an online source for all things indie film. We are a husband and wife film team and co-owners of Send3 Productions, and we started this podcast for filmmakers like ourselves who were producing on micro-budgets with Skeleton Crews. Go Gorilla is a weekly podcast that features various talents in TV, film, and web series productions. We've interviewed filmmaker powerhouses like Kestrin Pantera, Richard Raymond, Alex Ferrari, Cassandra Ebner, and Ryan Connolly. Amazing actors like Hannah Ward, Lou Taylor Pucci, Chris Wataski, and Eileen Gruba. Groundbreaking cinematographers like Jody Lee Lipes and Jessica Lee Gagne, and many more. We also offer weekly reviews of our favorite films and shows, which vary from low-budget first-time filmmakers to A-listers and everyone in between. Go Gorilla is proud to announce that we have officially joined the MoGraph Podcast Network. So if you love filmmaking as much as we do, tune in every Sunday for a new episode of the Go Gorilla Filmcast. Your Your source for all things indie film. Now available on the MoGraph Podcast Network. I think a lot of people who are into Cinema 4D or in 3D and also do music, I think it might even make a good TikTok, like showing in Ableton what the equivalent is to something, right? That's not a bad idea. it's, It's like at first it's hard to understand Ableton. And then you look around and you're like, oh, this is the equivalent to this. Mm-hmm. This is the equivalent to that. Like, this is – like, I'm always making these comparisons to Cinema 4D. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to to show maybe the similarities would be a good TikTok or something because um, you've got plugins, for example, right? <clears throat> yeah. Like, all, all the plugins or filters or whatever you're going to put in for that individual track, it's – it's it kind of makes the same sense as far as like signal flow. Yeah. Um, sometimes I do wish that it worked kind of like in a nodal based type mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Instead, um, I think there are some that do that. 
there are uh, <laughs> there's softwares like Reason, for example. Mm-hmm. If you ever use Reason, mm-hmm. you'd hit the tab button and it would flip over all of your racks and you mm-hmm. would see the cables. Like they had dynamics. The cables would fall what? and you could repatch the entire thing mm-hmm. in Reason. Yeah, you could repatch from the back. So I'd you never could heard do of that. actual like it's like a nodal system, totally. right? You're just patching the cables. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's an interesting was, way of putting it. it. So I guess cool. I never really thought of it like that, but that makes sense. Yeah, you just patch it all around. So, so sometimes, and you can do this technically because mm-hmm. you can bust things. I know, but mm-hmm. I sometimes I want something to look a little more nodal based. Yeah. But anyway, let's get back to some uh, some motion graphics stuff. Yeah, <laughs> real quick, I wanted to do some links and. Uh, just uh, give you a couple links that I didn't give. I had some of them up in the uh, in the uh, Ravcock section, but I uh, wanted to mention uh, a couple videos that I found this week. I haven't been talking about a lot of videos or tutorials or anything that I've found <clears throat> recently, mainly yeah. because just we've been busy and I just mm-hmm. haven't come across anything. And now that we had a little bit of a moment to breathe, I have bookmarked a few, like the ones I talked about earlier, and then... Like this one here, three reasons to use a character picker in animation. That's really good. Make sure you check that out. Make sure also you check out uh, Jags. Mm-hmm. He's got a, a YouTube channel you should definitely check out. And uh, he did a video on storage management. I was mm-hmm. talking about these uh, Kingston uh, Kingston adapters and things. So I'm going to link to that in the show notes. You can check that out and subscribe to Jags's channel as well. Yeah. We're going to... It's good stuff. We we uh, we want to we want to chat more, and we're going to be working together on some things coming up. I think uh, people are going to enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Jax is on our Halo team. Yes, as yeah, well. Halo. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. We have uh, a Halo Day. Dave, I just up put uh, I just put a uh, in the chat. It was it, the mm-hmm. the short film was called Black Holes. They did it in uh, oh, in Lightweight. Yeah. 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 It's good. It's That's like. Right. It's it's beautiful and it's weird and I I love it. Oh man, you know I'll put that in the show notes. Cool. As well, yeah, I'll check that out after. Uh, let's see. Also, this is uh, a really really great short, kind of like with video animation mixed in. It's called uh, Dynamo Dream. It's so it says episode one. I guess he's planning on making more. Oh yeah, I saw that. Mode. That was the blender. Done yeah, and that was oh, done in Blender. Dude. This this is uh, is it Ian Hubert? Yes. Uh, there's there's a video of Ian Hubert like on world building and Blender that you should definitely check mm-hmm. out and check out this Dynamo Dream because it's it's so much work. I'm like so much, dude. Work. I had to like slow it down and like go through stuff like yeah. you know like this dude did an an amazing amount of work on this. Yeah. It's just it's, it's and the amount of like live camera matching mixed and, with with it, right? Mixed, yeah. Mixed. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say because really those well. people look very real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. This that guy just beat thing. metahuman. Like, yeah. Right. I know. I was like metahuman's doing really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Brandon Clements sent, sent it to me actually. So yeah, I saw I was, that. I think it was he's been way into Blender. That's another thing too, man. It's like, gosh, should I get into Blender? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was complaining the other day because my my 
my program <clears throat> kept crashing. And I'm like, what's the point of me paying a thousand dollars a year for a program that crashes on me eight times a day when I could just use Blender and expect the same thing? Right, right, right. You know, yeah, but yeah. that's the problem is you would expect the same thing. Yeah, I mean, you can't call yeah. tech support. Mm. Yep. Ninety nine percent of the time when my program crashes, I was doing something absolutely ridiculous. I, I Unless it's Adobe that. stuff, then it just I, crashes I because recognize. you hit play. I have I have gotten you know, to the point now where yeah, every time it crashes, my true. After Effects crashes, um, and it says, "Tell us what you were doing beforehand." I say, "Oh, sorry, my bad. I hit play. I I know I shouldn't have done that." <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah, yeah they're getting the play all button. this Oops. like sassy back talk from me where it's like, "Oh, it's it's totally my fault. I was doing something that I yeah. should." Well, that's have been I open the program. Just, I apologize. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's how it feels. <laughs> But when I screw something up in cinema, it's either because 90% of the time, it's something I was doing in Octane, right? Yeah. So it was me doing like a, something I shouldn't have done, mm-hmm. move, going forward, a forward a frame when motion blur and a bunch of things are going. Yeah. Or yeah. I'm, maybe I'm working on something in cinema and I end up setting a setting where it shouldn't be, right? Oh, I typed in point zero one into a field. Yeah, instead Ooh. of... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like to say if they could come up with something where I could... It's supposedly you hit the escape key yeah. and it cancels, but if you could do that and have a button that said, for the love of God, stop doing what yes. you're doing yeah. right now, that's that's probably my biggest gripe, but I feel like, you know, usually it's something yeah. that I'm See, doing wrong. the way Houdini works, the way Houdini works, you hit escape a couple of times and it's like, okay, I'll stop. I'll yeah. stop, you know? Yeah. And it's like, that... That is good stuff right there. I want that yeah. everywhere. Yeah. The, the escape key should work. Right? <laughs> I want yeah. first time. Bink. Yep. You know, it's done. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. I, everything crashes. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Everything crashes. Yeah. I don't have a program that doesn't crash anywhere. Yeah. Like, name a program that never crashes ever. That never crashes ever. Mm, Reaper. What's a program that has never cra- Even my notes app has crashed before. <laughs> like, everything has crashed. Yeah. You know, so it's just about, like, knowing either, A, you've got a program that, you know, is working on fixing crashes, or, mm-hmm. or B, knowing w- what is going to cause a crash. Like, if yeah. I just type something into notes and it crashes, I know that's just because mm-hmm. something happened. If... If I'm doing something in After Effects and it crashes, that's well, that's just because it's After Effects. <laughs> right. If I'm yeah. doing something in cinema, it's usually, there's usually a reason. Oh, you had 42,000 yeah. clones of something without instances. Like, yeah. oh. Your IPR you know, is still running like in the that. background. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There's always yeah, yeah. something you're doing or you're trying to do <clears> something <throat> that's that's way too complicated for what you're trying. There's always a reason for me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, I learned my lesson. Yeah. But not that cinema never crashes, but, you know, for no reason. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like, most of the time, I feel like it's my fault. Yeah. Especially yeah. when I'm in Octane. Because Octane these, is Like, is it an operator error or, you know, is that a software yeah. thing? Yeah. I've had these yeah. really weird crashes lately, and it's probably because I'm on an older <clears throat> version. I'm on an outdated That's version of cinema as well, because we've had some color issues and stuff like that on this project. And so now I'm finally getting back to upgrading, but there's this really weird issue on the initial release of R 23 that only I deal with on this one computer. It doesn't do it on my other computer, but when I go into the four view, you know, Mm -hmm. and I move something in Z space from the top, it will always crash. 
it will always crash especially splines like if i move splines over another spline you know it crashes on me every time huh. it's interesting yeah hmm. but it doesn't do it on my other computer did you send, did you send that to maxon were you like no, hey this, I don't, uh, i'm not gonna worry about it i mean it's an outdated version you know i'm well, sure if i updated yeah, my version see and right, that's maybe. the thing it's After like this week the amount of times that i complain that i want to complain about something where yeah. it's like well have you updated your software? Well, no, because I'm on an older version of, you know, right, yeah. I'm stuck on this one for right yeah. now. Yeah. After next week, man, we're going to be <clears throat> yeah. upgrading everything. R24, the newest version of uh, yeah, Octane. Let's do it. It's going to be let's good. Get it going. It's going to be good. Yeah. And we got to move our plugins over there again. Yeah. <laughs> I never even got Forrester on R23, That's let alone. Funny. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That's a great plugin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one more I wanted to bring up real quick, and that's this is uh, not motion graphics related, but it might help you if you're making a video for something. This is called PlayPhrase, and it's PlayPhrase.me. Okay. And all you do is you type in a phrase, and it shows you a ton of movie clips with that phrase. Oh in it. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw I this. I saw it the other day. It was on a on TikTok, TikTok, like uh, and it was, things to do your board or whatever. Right? Yeah, but it was overwhelmed and you couldn't access it because the TikTok pushed it over the edge. So now it's working if you want to check it out. So yeah, it's really great. You can put anything in there and it says it. I'd bring it up on the show. But I'll probably get like dinged with a thousand copyright <laughs> yeah. bills, you know. So. No, they don't have damn it, dude. All right. All right. Mm. Put MoGraph. What do you get with MoGraph? It'd <laughs> probably see. be like something that sounded like MoGraph phonetically or nope, something. Nothing. It's probably using closed caption. Uh, all right, so let's move on to MoGraph recommends, and then we're going to do the drop. Get Aryev on the line here. I know he's standing by. And uh, so, Andy, we're going to ask you some of your favorites, and these can be recent favorites Uh-oh. or they could be all-time favorites. Oh, put me on matter. the spot. All right. <laughs> I know Matt has got? a couple things he may want to bring up as well, but um, we're going to start with your favorite movie. Jeez, mm, man. Can I name a few? Or sure. Can I just start sure. firing Absolutely. them off? Yeah. Let's do it, yeah. Red Dawn. Okay. Aliens. Okay. Yes. Okay. But I, I kind of need to throw a disclaimer in here, okay? All right, let's hear it. We brought this up earlier, but I am an absolute freakish Star Wars nerd. Mm-hmm. But when somebody comes up to me and they say, hey, what's your favorite film? I'm not going to say Star Wars because, right. duh, right. that's a given. Right. You know, it's yeah. just it's kind of like in your It's DNA. like saying, who who do you want to have dinner with? Oh, Jesus Christ. Of course. Yeah, right. yeah right. duh. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> call them up. Let's go. Easy, right. You know? But I mean, like, it's in your DNA. You know, it's like, right. yeah, no, no kidding. Um, man, I don't know. Amadeus. Absolutely love Amadeus. Oh, so Ooh. good. Oh, dude. Um, so good. What was I been meaning to watch again? Um, Monsters, dude. I want to see Monsters again. That movie is so good. Mm. Um, that, that's the that's uh, that uh, was uh, Gareth um, Gareth Edwards. Edwards. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. saw him speak at NAB after Monsters came out. He really? spoke at the Adobe booth. Right, really? it was life changing huh, seeing him be speak. Yeah, because and there was twelve people in the audience. Yeah, you know. Yeah, 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 and yeah, it, yeah. It's like who knew that he was going to go on to do Rogue, Rogue One, One, you know, and Godzilla and stuff like that. Dude, and Rogue here One. he is, just 
speaking for 12 different people at the adobe booth and it's like that is he showed he he went through all of like his comping and stuff like that real funny story that he Crazy. said uh uh when he submitted monsters yeah to the it, it was like some film festival or something you know they hadn't finished all the 3d work they were uh working in max mm. at the time right okay. Yeah, and so um, on the the submission, you know, it just it 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 said insert monster here, monster oh, goes here, yeah, you know, yeah. when they submitted it and they got accepted, and someone asked him, they said, hey, uh, I sure hope you fix the you know monster goes here, and he goes, yeah. oh yeah, we got a really nice font now, it, it's a really nice <laughs> font. <laughs> That's odd. Yeah, got a really nice font to like. Yeah. you know, as a, as, a, as a keep on going with this proxy here, right? <laughs> yeah, he's a awesome. super nice guy. Got to meet him afterwards. Oh, you dude, know, that'd be killer, man. When uh, actually the very first Camp MoGraph, I reached out to his you know management team and I was like, I would love to have him come and speak. Yeah, you know, yeah. but I feel like he's he's a hard get. I think he's kind of like now. shied away from Hollywood. You know, yeah, he seems kind of uh, reserved, maybe modest, yeah. which is good. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's a killer element. Yeah. You know, you should absolutely, have you know? yeah. Um, but I, I loved Rogue One. I thought oh, he dude. did a fantastic job. Can I say something that's mm-hmm. going to be controversial? Yeah, you know, sure, I don't care. Sure. Yeah, Rogue One. <laughs> I'm uh-huh. getting very serious now. Yeah, Rogue One is how a Star Wars film needs to be. After the Absolutely. original trilogy, dude, I everything about that, that film better than totally the other ones. Yeah, oh my god, recently, dude, yeah. dude, the rest of yeah. that stuff again, Agreed. controversial. It's all that stuff's irrelevant to me. Mm-hmm. Rogue One is the film. Yeah, yeah. When are we going to get a Rogue Two? Oh my god, dude, <laughs> you're Come on, fired. <laughs> oh, click, I'm out of here. Now you need the dorpy face. <laughs> dorpy yeah. face. Here, I'll just, I'll just do this. but no rogue one was such a it was such a good movie you know and it didn't like well yes it it was a it was in the star wars universe like similar to the 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 way the mandalorian is in the star wars universe but it doesn't feel like like star wars adventure yeah Yeah. and this is gonna i don't care if this gets me in trouble either but it's like you're fine rogue one didn't really have that Disney touch, if you know what I'm yeah. saying. Like, even though uh, yeah, it's absolutely. part, it's like it doesn't have that. Mandalorian is fantastic, but it has that kind of Disney touch to it, you yes. know. Yes. And yeah, you, yeah, that's yeah. expected. It's, it's it's you know webisodic, whatever or episodic, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Rogue One is great, man. Like, it is it is the first Star Wars film since all the new films have been being, being made since '99 mm-hmm. that I get the adrenaline rush, and that yeah. you know I get the chicken mm-hmm. skin and the hair standing up. You know, yeah. it's like that film does it, dude. And it's it's like Aliens, man. I can just watch it and watch it and watch it. Yeah. I just wish there was more. Like, do you think maybe they'll do a prequel to that no. at some point? Why would you like, need the to? The thing is, I want more. No, of that. you don't, want... dude. Because that's no. the thing, man. It's so perfect. Don't. It's like a sacred uh-huh. cow. Just don't touch it. Yep. Well, yeah. maybe not more of that, or maybe okay. <clears throat> I mean, I hear you. Okay, not a not a prequel, and obviously not another. Uh, you know, <laughs> you you can't have. Another. I don't want to do do any spoilers. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, everybody's seen it at this point, but whatever. But I think something from that same era 
of that part of the universe yeah. mm-hmm. or something. Well, you, you know, know, that's a good point. I like that it was kind of a different story. Yes. Kind of the, mm-hmm. uh, over here. Yeah. You know? Well, it, it was anti-hero. You know, it had that anti-hero yeah. element to it. And the cool thing about it, too, uh, as well, is that speaking of kind of like a whole different universe is that, you know, with the original trilogy, we have... You have the characters that you know and love. You have Boba yeah. Fett. You have Han Solo. My yeah. personal favorite is IG-88. I mean, you can see by the amount of IG-88 <laughs> illustrations right. I do. But it's right. like, dude, in Rogue One, there's a character in there. His name is Edrio. I don't know if you're familiar with who he is. They call him his his, his short name is Two Tubes. But he's the guy that works for um, Forrest Whitaker's character, uh, Guerrera. What's his name? Anyway, Saw Guerrera. He has, like, the weird glowing pen eyes with, like, the antennas coming out. You know, he has okay. the tubes coming. Anyway, mm-hmm. Rogue One gave that to me where it was like, you have this these killer investments in these new characters. And that's mm-hmm. what sells it, you know? Like, you have investment mm-hmm. in it, you know? Like, you have emotion. It's fantastic. <clears throat> okay, I'll shut up now. Yeah. No, you're fine. What do you think shit? of episode oh. one, two, three? Oh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they're... Okay, if this gets me in Man. trouble. I don't care. They're I mean, they're better than they're better than what's currently has happened. I think really um, well. Yes, because it was still in the hands even of Lucas. One? Yeah, even dude. One? Yeah, because it was still in the hands of Lucas. And I mean, to me, that means a lot. It, that means a lot to me. And yeah, they're not great. I we all admit to that. We know that. You know, yeah. there's no emotional yeah. investment in Jar Jar Binks, but it was still at yeah. the hands of Lucas, and that that's what means a lot to me personally. And I'm not going to sit down and watch them. But if I have to, if like if they're like, dude, you gotta watch the latest or you gotta watch the prequel, mm-hmm. it's like I'll watch the prequel, it's fine. Really? Yeah. See, mm-hmm. I would choose the latest ones over the prequels any day. You know? And I Why? saw I saw uh Phantom Menace at least two dozen times in the theater. Yeah, about seven tickets it in a took, row. Yeah, it took me it took me like the first time I saw it, I was like, I don't know if I like this. Yeah. And it yeah. took me that many times to realize that I just didn't like the movie. I didn't yeah. think it was that great. And I agree you know? with you. Like, I totally agree. It's I, I felt like there was just too much like politics involved. And it know? wasn't grimy, you know? Like Star yeah. Wars is like it's like an outlaw film, you know? Right. And it's like right, right, it, right, it's right. a rebellion, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, and it's supposed to be but yeah, you bring in the kind of the sterile, pristine political yeah. aspect of it, and it's like yeah. nice, you know, wardrobe pad me. Like, okay. I I enjoyed so as far as the new ones go, mm-hmm. the uh, the Ryan Johnson one, the the second one. I can't yeah. remember what they're called Don't because say I feel it. like the names are not should not have been named the way they're named. No. I feel like you know, uh, uh, Force Awakens. Sure, that one's okay. The Last Jedi should have been the last one. Return of Star- Skywalker or whatever should have been the yeah. second one. You yeah, know, or yeah, whatever yeah. it's called, dude. <clears throat> but I mean. I think Ryan like, Johnson did so much for that uh, the, for the 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 thir- the last three. I thought it was great. The you, things that he added in were awesome. You know, like I the got, things. Okay. Yeah. We got to sit down with a beer. We got to talk about this. I man. feel, but but I feel <laughs> like then they're like, oh no, we don't want to continue on with this. Let's just bring back JJ. And then, you know, have him do his thing. JJ does his thing. He makes it good. Because let's, I mean, let's be honest. JJ's a good director. He, you know, makes a good film, you know. Okay. So it's like, yeah, he, 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 he does 
He does. I mean, of course, yeah. I would love to have his job, but it's like, right. you know, there's also a formula to it that we're also used to, that there's nothing original right. or new to Absolutely. it. Whereas you can have something like Edward Garrett do, or Garrett Edwards mm-hmm. do Rogue One, mm-hmm. and everybody's freaking happy. Yeah, I agree. You know? Totally agree. Totally agree. I, I mean, mean the, it's a, the, it's a the entire subject. you know it's fine. I mean, <laughs> star, I I I have a love hate relationship with Star Wars. Like, right? I like I grew up on Star Wars. You mm-hmm. know, I watched the the. But for me, it, I I do, I I just feel like it's you know it's what it, it's just people fighting each other. It is. I, it's I need. Toxic. I need. I need. Yeah, it is toxic. Right. Yeah. Star you know, Trek, on the other hand. Oh. You know, oh it's like, okay, I, that, that, you got me, you got me, that's philosophical, you know, you've got the human touch there, you've got, right. you know, reasons to make you think, not See, just, oh, I this would is- rather watch, sorry to interrupt, but I would rather no, watch J.J. Abrams' uh-huh. Star Trek than J.J. Uh-huh. Abrams' Star Wars. Okay. You can, See, I, even I with think, lens flares, like. Oh, man, J.J. Abrams' Star Trek is Awful! It is no, so dude. bad. We're, okay, but it's I'm not a Trekkie. So bad. I'm not a Trekkie, so that could be yeah. why. So I'm I'm standing back in the yeah. shadows. Yeah, I'm standing back <laughs> in the shadows. But uh-huh. you know, I'll give you rain on that. But you know, man, the whole Star Wars thing, dude. Like, uh, we just finished our basement downstairs. Mm-hmm. You know, after like years, man. It's like a hundred year old mm-hmm. house, and I just I, I I have like my Star Wars room. You know, yeah. and I yeah. have 30 plus years of collection, you know, yeah. glass cases and all this garbage. And it's like, <laughs> it's my little sanctuary, but it's like, yeah. after like all this latest stuff that's happened with the new generation and the new mm-hmm. films and things of that nature, I just kind of like feel deflated. Yeah, I get it. A little bit, you know? I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still haven't seen the Han Solo movie. Like, it's not bad, but you have to walk into it like it's it's obviously its own separate adventure film. Right, of course. You know? You know? Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I'm still kind of pissed that they did the Kessel Run thing, but it's like, come on. Oh, whatever. they did? That's sorry. Funny. Oops. No, it's all right. I mean, <laughs> I assumed they would, you know? Yeah. I mean, watch You take it all just the things the that make Han Solo popular, and then yeah. you show the backstory behind it, I would Dude, assume. It's like, even if, like, I'm sitting at home, and I got, like, a, you know, downtime before I crash out or something, and, like, mm-hmm. on cable is The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. I'll skip over it and, like, watch the Brady Bunch or something. Like, I can't, I can't <laughs> stomach it, man. You know, I thought, I thought... Like the production value on it was well, fantastic. yeah. I mean, it was, got, it's ILM, it was dude. It's the greatest yeah. effects house on yeah. the planet in the universe, and it's like yeah. you know the quality is going to be great, but yeah, the dialogue doesn't mean the dialogue is or the acting is yeah. or yeah, whatever. I don't know. I I I liked I liked Kylo Ren. I thought he was a real good bad guy. Uh, you dude, know, you know. I mean, yeah. I, no, he, he kind of was, but he was a sniveling little brat, you know? He was, absolutely. But even totally. like... Dude, okay. But that's I'm part getting... of being a... Like, like okay, so this... <laughs> welcome welcome to Star Wars talk. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say, Star so Wars. Ariev has welcome been standing Andy by... Star Wars podcast. I told, I told Ariev we would be 10 minutes, okay, we, like we 25 up, minutes ago. <laughs> Because we were in this segment, which is usually only ten minutes. Jesus. In movie, we're where's favorite my, movie, which my, is the first 
one. I need my blood pressure medication. Right, yeah. <laughs> let's let's go through the other questions because yeah, like he's literally standing oh, by. Oh man, cracking my knuckles. All right, we're gonna go. we're we're gonna we're gonna pause this. You guys need then, your own podcast. No, we're gonna Good we're Lord. gonna pause this, and then we're gonna go to the drop. After we go to the drop, we're gonna come. After we come back from the drop, we're gonna continue this conversation. All right. I can feel All my right. I can feel my <laughs> blood coming back. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's quickly. Emphasis on quickly. Let's go through the other questions. <laughs> Let's yeah, quick. you're going to hit music, and then you and I are going to talk I for know. another 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, well, we talked about some music, I think, a little bit already. So let's let's uh, just quickly, what are your favorite uh, – what's your favorite music to listen to, both while you work and just in general? <sighs> oh, man. Punk, I, you know, it's like yeah. you know. I mean, seriously, like it's like I'm I'm super into like obscure stuff. So it's like if I know that there's like a crazy Japanese hardcore demo on mm-hmm. YouTube from a band that just came out, I'm going to throw that up and play it on repeat. You know, because it's like mm-hmm. oh, you know, it also goes to my radio show. Like, do I want to play this on my radio show, or do mm-hmm. I want to invest in this band when they actually release vinyl or CD? So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always that. That's kind of my my thing. You know, it's like finding obscure punk, hardcore, really good stuff. Um, and I mean, it's not just that. Like on occasion, I'll throw on some Tom Petty or Fleetwood Mac or something. Yeah. Shh, yeah. don't tell my friends. You know, but, <laughs> but you know, I mean, that's, you poser. Yeah, it's like it's it's adrenaline for me, man. It's yeah, and and I love the history and I love the underground and I love mm-hmm. the political nature of it. Like it's that's yeah. my thing. I'm 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 political in the punk realm. So um, yeah, that's get what yourself I some to. propaganda. Oh, dude. I went to that show when they played Denver, the VFW, and the whole place mm-hmm. got... It was like a riot. It was crazy. That's cool. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> All right, what show. about TV show? Mm. Non-Star Wars related. Oh, click. No. Um, <laughs> let's see. Probably, I mean, you know, I don't have a lot of time to, like, really get invest, invested in stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, the, my lady and I will sit down for a couple hours and, you know, start something. But I think we just finished, um, so, we'll let, you know, Netflix and stuff like that. I think we just finished um, Mayor of Easttown. With Kate mm, Winslet, I've heard of it. it yes, really, yeah. really oh, good. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's HBO Max. I've HBO seen Max. Parts yeah, of it. yeah, I hear yeah. it's amazing, yeah. dude. Uh, dude, that dude, is yeah. that is next on our list to watch. Watch so, it, dude. It was yeah. like she needs an award for that. Her yeah. acting was incredible. Oh, um, she's such a good actress. She is, man, and she's just kind of raw and primal in her role. Yeah. It's super rad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Handmaid's uh, Tale. Um, yeah. yeah. Let's see. Uh, one of my greatest shows of all time was Greatest American Hero. Mm-hmm. I still love that show. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, when I have time, it's just kind of streaming shows. I think The Killing I thought was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a crime drama. So, yeah. And what about podcasts? Do you listen to podcasts? You know, I, it's I'm not, it's not like I have like a list of stuff I go through. You know, I, I, I'm really into what Alan McKay does, you mm-hmm. know, because he, loves, he does a lot of stuff in VFX. You know, and so he has a lot of really killer guests. So I listened to a lot of Alan McKay stuff. I actually took his VFX course, um, and that was all Max and Fume Effects based. But um, mm-hmm. so I listened to a lot of stuff he does. Um, on the music side, I listened to like um, there's this one called um, it's New York Hardcore Chronicles. This guy named um, uh, Drew Stone, I believe. He's an old kind of hardcore music veteran. He kind of brings on guests that's kind of been around the scene for a long time. So I listened to that too as well. So 
And uh, Kevin in the chat, he's saying that Mayor of Easttown is pretty good, but Breaking Bad <laughs> is the best show he's ever seen. Breaking Bad maybe good. The Wire. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that's he says funny. He'll never talk about. Break, he'll never stop talking about. Dude, Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad was killer. Bad. Like I totally agree, and yeah, that definitely goes on my list. But you know what? I was even talking with my lady the other night. We we've never seen The Wire, and we like we have to see The Wire. Everyone's telling yeah, us to see I The know. Wire. Why have we not seen The Wire? So we're gonna watch that here soon. It, yeah, from what I I'm, hear, it's awesome, yeah. but uh, you have to get through like the first four episodes, right? You know, right. I before one, like, it like really times. starts kicks off. Good, yeah. you know, yeah. Okay. Good to like, know. You've got to you've got to develop that that base first, character so. development stuff like yeah. that. Sure, makes sense. <clears throat> okay. All right. Now, what about <clears throat> favorite plugin? Plugin, not render engine. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. X particles. I mean, that's kind of a third. You know, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, but that's well, good. you know, that's, that's my answer. I mean, X you know, it is. I guess is it my... is. I guess X particles is just because when I was doing Alan McKay's VFX courses and I was kind of building effects and fume effects mm-hmm. and thinking particles. <clears throat> excuse me, and Max and things of that nature. Um, I mean, thinking particles is wicked, wicked, wicked deep, and you need to mm-hmm. really have kind of one of those like brain of an engineer kind of technical. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I kind of struggled with that at times. So when X particles really kind of stepped up to the plate, man, I, I crossed over and it's like, ah, oh, I could do a lot in X particles that thinking particles could do. So X particles mm-hmm. for sure. I think on a daily, I mean, I use X particles all the time, but I think like little stuff like, um, what's the plugin? Like After Effects to C4D or C4D mm-hmm. to After yeah. Effects. Like, the, it, like, yeah. you, like you hit one button and it takes all your 3D data and shoots it over. Yeah. 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 That was awesome. So yeah. um, off the top of my head, I think that's, that's probably it. XP is and my favorite your, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's my go-to. Yeah, just working and I like. <clears throat> we got hired for a job. Sorry, Dave. I know you're in a rush. We got hired for a job last year specifically because they wanted some people who knew X particle stuff, and I knew it a little bit, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I got really deep into it, mm-hmm. and it be it became my go-to. I find a reason to use it for everything. Likewise, man. Likewise, yeah. like that stinger I did that I showed at the mm-hmm. the design show, like that was mm-hmm. like majority mm-hmm. was X particles. I love it. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> it's cool. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead, Dave. And what about your your favorite app? What's your muscle memory app on your phone? Twitter. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. Twitter? I'm okay. constantly on my phone, which sucks. I mean, in this day and age, everybody does it, but yeah. it's like you know, it's like the age of information. So mm-hmm. it's like um, I'm on Twitter a lot just for reading people's lives and the, right. what's happening in the world. Right. I'm really kind of in tune with what's happening in the world. It's kind of important mm-hmm. to me. Um, and uh, I do, it sucks, but I also do Facebook a lot, but that's because I do a ton of music stuff, like a lot of networking. Yeah. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. I'd probably say my top, right? At least right now it's probably Twitter. It's cliche, but I'm not really like yeah. a find the latest hip app kind of guy. I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. See, I was, <clears throat> I was going into Instagram all the time, yeah. but now it's just TikTok. Anytime mm-hmm. I have a minute to, to, to burn, I'm on TikTok. Yeah, yeah see, I've been same. kind of reluctant to get on TikTok because it kind of seems like a time sucker. Or it am I wrong on that? Suck you in so bad. It will suck you in, but it sucks you into like some good thing. Well, dude, yeah, the stuff I, mean, I see you know, that people is, post to just crack up. You know, it's, it will suck you in yeah, because it's, it's entertaining. That's that's what I'll right. say. You know, but but it's also educational mm-hmm. as well, and it also kind of. Gets you off of the other platforms yeah. like Facebook and things where it was just arguing about politics. Like it, it, yeah. and it feels like it's 
I feel like I don't care about the other. Yeah. I don't even get on yeah. Reddit anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's kind of like what the internet is supposed to be, right? Because I mean, prior to what hap- is happening now in the world on the internet, it's like life was so much easier prior to the web. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like if you can like find something on the web now that's like worth escaping and checking out, then you know, I might check it out. But like, time is short these days. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. So I'm guessing you don't have time for video games. Though. Dude, no. I, okay, so I love video games. I wouldn't really mm-hmm. consider myself a gamer, but I'm really good at first-person shooters. Okay. And, like, Battlefield is my thing. I'm playing Call of Duty now. join us for Halo 5. on Halo. Dude, Halo I, okay, so Halo when I, yeah, when I worked at Hybrid and Fluke, I used to play Halo all the time. Um, mm-hmm. But, um... Oh, see? Dude, I would he, totally try it again. I would try it again. Yeah, yeah Halo 5's good. You, do you have an Xbox? No, I PC... Oh, uh, then you got to wait for Halo in- Infinite. Wait for the next one. Yeah, okay. it'll be cross-platform. Yeah, totally. Like okay, together, okay. Which kind of sucks because remember that though. Like if if that happens, nice. ping me and be like, dude, get it. Yeah, and be like, okay, I'll get it. Yeah, dude, I rehooked up. Sure. I hooked up my uh, S, uh, my NES Classic. Mm-hmm. You know, because <laughs> I've been I've been following this this TikToker called like 1980s Gamer or something, and he just talks about like all the old classic games and stuff. And I wanted to play Mario Three so bad, yeah. You know, and <laughs> man, I I love that you can actually like save the game as you're yeah. going along. You know, but man, it's like normally when you play Mario Three, you know, you get the two warp whistles, you warp to number eight, and yeah. then you die at some point in number yeah. eight, right? But right. I was like, no, I want to play this all the way through. You know, it, there's not very often that I actually play it all the way through. So I've been oh, playing it level, all the way yeah. through for a couple hours every night. You know, mm-hmm. it's so fun. Man. Yeah, I have the mini. You know, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah, mi- yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you just kind of plug yeah. and it's got all the games on it. Yeah, yeah, I think totally. it's awesome. Yeah. It's so great. It's totally. so much fun. I know. You know, <clears throat> Mario right. 3 was such a good game. I know, it was such man. a good game. See, now I'm going to, I know what I'm going to do this weekend. I know. Right? <laughs> I've, played the fr- I've played the first world of that so many hundreds of times uh-huh. it's ridiculous <clears throat> yeah it's funny i All realized right. the other day that i haven't like mario one i don't think i've played like uh, i've played level one <clears throat> level one two you know level what is it four one yeah and then right. level eight and then on because i just yeah. i always warp i yeah. never have yeah. i've never gone all the way yeah. through the whole game i used to skip school to play that yeah. <laughs> when my mom's at work, I used to go play for like, you know, like I'd pretend to go to school and then come home and play Mario 1. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Here's uh, the hardest question of them all, which mm-hmm. is, uh, what is your favorite life hack? And this can be something productive or it could be something like Mitch Meyer says, which is <clears throat> you turn the toaster on its side for some bomb-ass grilled cheese. Life hack. Do you, do you have a thing that you do? If you're going to go... If you're going to go out and you're going to drink take a b12 before you go to bed okay before you go to bed can i add to that yes also take two tylenol and down one bottle of water yes but watch be careful of be careful of your liver yes because you don't want to you want to crap out your liver so of course not too much tylenol just be safe but or your uh, kidneys. Actually, I Tylenol would be kidneys. So. <clears throat> the, the, the easiest thing to do is just to drink vodka waters because then you're getting 50% water every time. See, now you're just making me thirsty. You're hydrating. <laughs> For some vodka water? Yeah. Or whatever right now. <laughs> yeah. We're in a heat wave right yeah. now, man, and it's brutal. It is brutal hot. Yeah. So. Something cold. It's 69 degrees in my here. office right now, so I've got yeah. a nice little hoodie yeah, on. Yeah, I've got a yeah. mini split system here, but you go outside yeah. and your skin bursts into flames. Yeah. 
What's up and welcome to this week's episode of The Drop, your weekly source for all things NFT and crypto art as well as upcoming drops by notable people in the MoGraph industry. <laughs> um, I'm Matt Milstead, joining us as always, Dave Koss, and joining us on this week's show, Andy Lefton and uh, Octane Jesus himself, Mr. David Ariev. What's up, everybody? Uh, David is joining us today because he has a drop on Nifty Gateway this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Tomorrow. Yeah. So you want to just go straight into like the drops in general and we'll just kind of work through it uh, that way? How do you want to do this? Sure, whatever. Do it. You yeah. know. They posted the uh, schedule. It's a, it's a good list of people that they've got on uh, Nifty Gateway this week. Um, I, I really like a lot of the artists. There, I think there may be only like one or two non-MoGraph people, which is pretty cool, you know. Um, first up today, we've got uh, Josh Brian Pierce. Brinkman. Two, right? Yeah, Josh yeah. Pierce is today. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brian Brinkman. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, this one was so cool. Yeah, so I thought this was neat. <coughs> it, so basically, it's it, <coughs> they've created like this <coughs> animations and stuff that look like moving neon so if you go all the way down yeah you can see hover <laughs> over one of them or click on one of them dave yeah i love see. this i oh, think yeah. it's it so like creative like it's one of the so creative seen, right yeah. it's like uh uh, uh mixing real life and 3d hmm. animation so cool i love it <clears throat> super super cool um and then That's let's cool. see next up we got six and five um, six and five. Yeah, they're a uh, big like, like Archviz studio, or oh, I don't know if they're a studio or just beautiful. like a couple people. But yeah, they've they've done a bunch it's of drops. It's really gorgeous. really clean and nice. Really really oh, nice. Yeah. These are really <laughs> clean. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Nice. The meeting. Super cool where, stuff. Where, where do you put your feet in this one? Where do you put your... You, you just sit there and <laughs> put your feet on the table? It's like where Japanese style. You know, you just... <clears throat> yeah, sit, you, you just, just, you know... Oh, you, you, crisscross applesauce. Dave, crisscross applesauce. Crisscross I almost said the wrong thing. Legs. Do you ever consider that? Yeah. Yeah. What's I that? said maybe in the future people don't have legs, so you know. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Or, they don't have to walk anymore. Or because it's in space, you're actually just floating. You know. Ah, uh, that's. Am true. I on the right point. mic here? Am I? Is, am, am I sounding clean or is it oh, yeah, sounding you, shitty? Yeah, you sound okay, fine. Good, good. Just you tap your mic. Tap your mic. Let's see. Tap tap. Yeah. Tap. Uh, that worked. I heard it. Okay, okay. Dave right. heard it. Yeah, keep going. Uh, next good. up, we've yeah. got Josh Pierce. Josh Pierce has done a ton of really good. Uh, it, it is it's just super talented artist. Yeah, Josh you is know, amazing. Love Josh Pierce's <clears throat> stuff. So um, he's so done vibrant. a few. He's done a few drops on Nifty before. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think I think I, I I've got I think like I've three got of, one his of his pieces. pieces. Yeah, yeah, you've got some of his. I know that. <laughs> so uh, that's today uh, in about three hours. Uh, next up tomorrow, we've got this super talented, amazing dude named David Aria <laughs> who's doing a drop. Thanks, um, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what? Uh, let me is, let me link you guys to. There's a secret link to the collection. Please so you can do already please. see the collection here. Uh, secret, secret, and it's less compressed than Instagram, even. So I'm into Ooh, that. Yeah. Because Twitter just wrecks these and doing like these mirror boxes, yeah. and there's so much oh, detail that Twitter's like it's just complete compression. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. We got, we got. Uh, oh yeah. Is, Ooh. Here we go. Ooh yeah. <laughs> so, 
wait. Okay, so maybe I can. Uh, oh, you even what got it, the. Yeah, you can see the prices. Yeah, and so things. nice. So this is your mirror box. <laughs> yeah, right? yes. This is your mirror yep. box. The collection's called is Infinite it, Reflections. Five of them, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, there's five yeah. of them. So. You ready to get rich, Arya? <laughs> <laughs> I think the days of getting rich on Nifty Gateway are gone. I missed that window, yeah, you'll but definitely get you know, something. I hope that I yeah. sell the collection out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny this spectral momentum. We were talking the other day. Um, you use uh, what tracks did you use? Where did you? I get got them, them all from, from Premium Audio. Beat. Just did the you know Pro Premium License, beat. which is like a couple hundred mm-hmm. bucks per. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I just found tracks that I connected with. Like for the mm-hmm. for yeah. the golden ones, I want more like classical music to kind of i don't know just make it a bit more <laughs> classy because the gold feels pretty classy yeah. and more soothing and then for the you know vibrant kind of techno ones i searched for just through electronic music some of them are more ambient uh and then that uh that last one <clears throat> spectral momentum is like very much in the style of my concert visuals where it's super tightly synced with the music mm-hmm. uh yeah and there's a sample in there that you oh, recognize yeah. <laughs> that is a somatic sample that is also in the intro to the drop. Yep. Oh, really? Closely. Yeah, you'll you'll definitely hear that. Little it's like the classic sound. Thing. It's, you know, when we're when we're doing those like when I'm doing those uh, focal length animations, like punching in really quick, and then right, everything's right, getting right, intense. Yeah. yeah, that's the sound. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, the little womp womp womp. Yeah. Like, the beginning. It's the of classic the, uh, dubstep the sound, really. Andy, Andy, you like you like dubstep? No. Do you like dubstep? <laughs> <laughs> Andy, do you well, like dubstep? Okay, I mean, okay, no, no, I'm not going to start talking because it turns into this like half hour conversation. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say maybe I've had some guilty pleasures, but um, all right, all right, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> There's a f- yeah. That's I good. don't, yeah, I don't you, love you, dubstep, you, but it's so fun to animate too. It is fun to animate. Right? It just yeah. it has such yeah. clear hits. It it's got know? a groove. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. design. Yeah. It's made for motion designers, really. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Anything All else right. you want to tell us about your drop tomorrow? Yeah, Mr. Aria. Um, what time is it? Mm-hmm. What time is it? Six thirty p.m. Eastern time. He's doing a little okay. AMA today on the Nifty Gateway Discord at cool um, three my time, so five o'clock Eastern time. Um, Eastern. Okay. That's about it. I don't know. Uh, I was going to cool. have a maker's place drop this week as well, but we pushed it so that it wasn't so close in oh. proximity to um, the nifty drop. Because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. okay, all right. And that one's going to be down on the render farm, and then you know, little animations in that same world. So that'll cool. probably be in a week or two. And then beyond that, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. You know, yeah. I, I just finished up that big eight 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 video. Uh, where yeah. I hired a bunch oh, of people. Yeah. Have we mentioned that? Have we know. mentioned that? No, we haven't even got a chance to talk about that. Yeah, that happened want. this week, right? Is yeah. that is that on the list? On the list. Of you what? should pull it up. Uh, on yeah, the, yeah. On list I'll pull stuff. it up right now. You should. Yeah, just go to tnw.com and you'll get to the Vimeo <clears throat> link. Yeah, that's where I'm going. So this Tell is a us, new, uh, new platform yeah, talk- that 888 is developing, and he, you know, has gotten... There we go. So it's artist-owned and operated, and he's gotten all of these super top crypto artists to invest in the platform, and, th- and they'll be running it as well. Uh, so it's really cool. He hired me to do the whole video. We had four weeks, and we knocked out four minutes of animation in four weeks, which is definitely a record for me. Wow. <laughs> Especially at this like level of quality. Aaron Westwood did right. this these initial environments. I did like the character animation mm-hmm. and camera moves. 
Um, but yeah, I, I super wanted to hire him because he's the, he's in my opinion, the best environment artist in the world. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, at least for like this more realistic style, like Josh Pierce is amazing for kind of the more stylistic and colorful renders. But yeah, Aaron is just, his stuff looks like reality. Um, though Mm -hmm. we did like shift it a little bit more surreal for this, obviously, because this video is like magical. It's not intended to look, you know, realistic. Uh, Chelsea did the character design in Daz. Uh, Jan helped with the rigging on the wings. Um, and then one of my students, Rob Hales, uh, he's like my star student. <laughs> he's like the only mm-hmm. person that finished LCR and like and like began on the short film. <laughs> so like it's like a great litmus test for for who I want to work with. Weirdly, uh, so if yeah. he was like my mini me on this project, and he knocked out like this shot you're seeing right now is one of his mm-hmm. shots that I tweaked and kind of enhanced a bit, but he like mm-hmm. you know got the bones of it going. So without him, this project would not have happened in the time that it did. That's um, super cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. you know, just space, space, space. But like, I was going to say, space, 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 the space, colorful, space. colorful space, space, yeah. space, you know, it's like more like mm-hmm. the Guardians right. of the Galaxy style or like the Katy Perry yeah, stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <clears throat> for sure. But then, you know, and the character the animation added a lot of like complexity to it and a lot of mm-hmm. extra time. Um, and then another one of my students, Marcus Matosian, yeah. actually did that spinning animation, like the bones of that. Um, cool. And then, yeah, Jan Sladeko did a lot of stuff towards the ending like the uh mm-hmm. you know kind of the hud shots though lork and o'shanahan i hired to do the actual hud design because he's a genius cool. at that stuff and when i got his yeah. project mm-hmm. files it was like just completely overwhelming like just because of the <laughs> number he's got like a collection of expressions he's like so deep into that i'm like holy mm-hmm. shit you know so <laughs> a lot yeah. of the stuff i just had to have him like tweak though i managed to tweak a lot of it too but yeah mm-hmm <clears throat> so got, pretty, yeah. and, and the the track on that, the track on this too. Since yeah, I the don't track have is the, Blau, the audio going. So it's based off yeah. of Blau's most popular track, Tokyo, which is what I was editing to. And then uh, towards the end of the project, like we couldn't use that actual track because he only owns like twenty percent of it. So mm-hmm. he, you know, got his studio guy to basically rework the track <clears throat> and change the key um, so that we could use it. Mm-hmm. So he ba- it's basically oh, cool. been reworked. And then um, my buddy Abel Okugawa did the sound design. And his wife, Rahima, added new vocals to the track. Cool. I cannot believe, like, right now, the 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 animation is still going. It's still going. Yeah. Like, See, I there's cannot all the stuff. believe how long this animation yeah, is. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. And, and how long did it take? Four weeks. Wow. Four weeks. Yeah. That's a yeah. minute how a week. How long yeah. is that? To- is oh, insane. I don't have a thing here. <laughs> yeah, what's the, what's the total runtime on this again? Just like four minutes and five seconds, maybe. I can't remember exactly. Man. But yeah, that's a lot of like, work. Just absolutely insane. Thanks, guys. <clears throat> it was fun though. Like, I definitely love, as you know, love these overly ambitious, stupid, <laughs> stupidly yep. ambitious, crazy projects. deadlines, crazy yeah. deadlines. You know, you right. do love that stuff. Yeah. I didn't. How did you handle the rendering mm. on this? I well, I upgraded my whole render farm. I I, I dropped mm-hmm. fifteen grand on six thirty nineties or five thirty nineties. You guys thankfully got me the the sixth one. So, mm-hmm. um, nice. so I've got yeah. now two machines with two thirty nineties each, and then 
the third, my third machine has four 2080 Ti's, and the one we're building right now for Chelsea is going to have another two 3090s. So wow. I think the total Octane bench is going to be like 5,600 or something like that. But yeah, it was nice. more than enough to nice. like just render full quality all the time. I didn't do any low sample renders, and there were a lot of wow. changes because 888 wanted to constantly change the, the people, the artists on the planets, and shift things around. Mm-hmm. So, you know... At first, like when he first contacted me, he was like, okay, let's do something cool. Uh, you've got four days. I'm like, uh. <laughs> four days? Yeah. And then Good it extended Lord. to two weeks and then it extended past then. And I was done like within four weeks. But then those, then there were like an additional four or five days where they were like still tweaking the website. Uh, and then Blau mm-hmm. was tweaking the music. So it was one of those where it was like rush 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 and then wait at the end <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, so, yeah but yeah. i still got enough yeah. sleep i slept like you know seven eight hours a night though there were a lot That's of good. late nights and you know chelsea doesn't do super That's not well as with... much as you normally get but you know <laughs> yeah no <laughs> yeah i'm like i'm totally like you know down to get <laughs> like 10 hours you're a 12 hours sleep 12 hours of sleep and i'm like winnie the pooh up in here just super lazy <laughs> yeah that's funny but yeah good times that's cool man great work thanks it's, it's killer yeah yeah. and that's, I think in, uh, in July I'm going to be doing some Zed visuals and then potentially mm-hmm. we'll, we'll mint a few of the pieces you know as well because that's like that's like nice. my new favorite thing it's like alright I'll take on client work if we can double dip and then release it as an NFT yeah. as well right <laughs> yeah 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 that's a yeah. good idea why not yeah, yeah. but yeah that's, cool. that's what yeah. I got going on Cool. Awesome. Nice. Well, Matt, well, you want to go over the other yeah, ones Yeah, congratulations here? on uh, your nifty drop tomorrow. I hope you do really well. Mm-hmm. I, hope, I hope you yeah. sell out in less than a minute. I hope so, Like too. we did with camp. We'll see. I would be happy yeah, to bu- just buy me sell a couple out beers when I'm up there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. If I sell out, beers are on me for sure at Camp Mocha. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. All right. You can beers pay for beers for the whole camp. Whole, whole camp, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I did not agree to that. Actually, yeah, last year we kind of did that. Like EJ and I went and bought like three yeah, or right. dollars worth yeah. of beer. Yeah, and then had yeah, our nice. little beer tastings. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah. yeah, man, I can't wait for this camp. It's gonna be so much fun. <laughs> I cannot wait. It's be so much Everyone's fun. so like <laughs> socially deprived right now. So. I know. Yeah, yeah. this know. is gonna be the first big one. <laughs> I I was out in public yesterday, and uh, yeah, I found myself. Uh, uh, I was. Uh, Awkward. Mm, what's the word? No, I was really mean to the person that I was talking to. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, were you being a Karen, Matt? Yeah. No, I I wasn't. I mean, he was a friend of mine, but I was being really mean to him. So, uh, and I was like, oh no, I'm not on the internet anymore. I need to chill out. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, anyway, all right. Back to uh, back to this week's drop. Yeah. Um, uh, we're at the, Dot Pigeon. The ninth, That's we've got Dot Pigeon. Yeah. Dot Pigeon. Second time drop. they've dropped. Yep. Yeah. Um, What's up uh, with it? I, I think it's a cool looking deal. It's like uh, an astronaut smoking. They've got or something. a very oh, yeah, yeah. distinctive this, style. This animation oh, that's was beautiful. I haven't seen like, super pretty this space yet. space space stuff. Yeah. Like watch this once the, the this hit right. Oh, wow. so good. Like this is yeah, that yeah, looks real. Cool. No, it's amazing. Yeah. No way. That looked that looked totally real. Yeah. I don't know if it was or not. Yeah. It I was like, been. sure I like it isn't, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gorgeous! <laughs> I didn't yeah, see the really end. Good. That's funny. That seems like something Martin would do, yeah, right? Right, right. That was a great so, trailer. 
Yeah, right? Yeah. Now I feel bad that I didn't make a trailer. But also, how would I? Like, my stuff's just, like, abstract right. mirror boxes. It's yeah. like, here's a mirror box to intro into the mirror boxes. Like, right. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like these need to have, like, if it's something like this, having a trailer is so great. And then, like, you maybe you just you don't do the actual NFT. You do something related as a mm. promo piece. It's such a know. great way. Me, I to like push seeing. It. I like seeing the work that's that. Well, not that you. I can't like seeing see the, the work, work that I'm going to be, you know, bidding on or whatever, you know, or buying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, for that's me personally. I don't like this. <clears throat> hey, here's a teaser video. Yeah. But yeah. what you see in the teaser video is not what you're going to be buying at all. Oh, and by the way, you only have five minutes to do it. Right. You know? right. Yeah. Though, like, oh. they, they, they don't let you like show all of the stuff beforehand. <clears throat> like, so I kept, I like showed three of my pieces, but I'm keeping two secret. They like to keep that mm-hmm. mystery, which makes some sense. But like yeah. on the day, you can at least show like the last, you know, couple pieces, I think. Uh, and everybody's yeah. going to see it anyway because yeah. the collection goes live, you know, on the, on, on the day. So right. it's whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I cool. agree with you. Like some, I think it's nice to be able to just show each piece ahead of time, you know, and, and like, I don't know that it like creates that much more hype to hide what the artwork actually is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's just me yeah, though. I agree. Yeah. I, it's yeah. Also, maybe that's just it, a justification because I'm lazy idea. and I don't want to make like an extra trailer on top of the artwork. <laughs> like, <laughs> Right. right, right, right. You just want to know kind of what you're getting into. That's yeah. the main thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Uh, but if you know the artist, then you, you kind of know. Like if if it was an if it's an REF drop, I'm gonna know kind of what's coming up. Maybe. I mean, I have so many different you know. styles. You don't necessarily know which one I'm gonna pick. Like, could be yeah. abstract. Could be something like like down on the render farms, all bright and happy and colorful. And then like other stuff is like well, cyberpunk. But I mean, I don't know. I still feel like I know what I I know that I'm guaranteed like a good NFT. Oh, I yeah. guess that's that's the thing. If, if <laughs> it's so. a person that I've never heard of right. and it, it's like people are hyping that person up, sometimes it's kind of hard. It's like, oh, oh we're going to get in on this drop. It's this artist, blah, blah, blah. They do these things and it's like, oh, cool. I'm going to check them out. Maybe I would like to buy one because they seem like they're up and coming star mm-hmm. and or, or already a star or something. Yeah. And then you get there and you're like, oh, well, I don't know <clears> what I'm going to buy because it, I can't see it. Right. Yeah. And I really don't yeah, know yeah. them mm-hmm. well enough. Yeah. That's, that's kind of the thing, I guess, if, if you don't know them well enough, but I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, next up got, on the 10th, uh, Stephen yep. Balte, I think is how mm-hmm. you say the name. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. This one was super cool. <clears throat> oh, yeah. So I don't know the artist Yeah, this is the second time they've dropped was, on Nifty as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Super cool stuff. I thought it was very pretty. Mm-hmm. I like the colors. Yeah. And the smoke looks great. Totes. It's interesting yeah. that some of these people are dropping twice, and then you got some people that are, like, dying to... I know. Yeah. Once you're in the Nifty family, they, they tend to, like, um, reuse the same artists a lot. And Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, All right. Who else? Next, uh, next up is, is Pie Slices. I don't know this. And one. is this is, has Pie Slices been on before? I because don't there think not to my knowledge. Infinite Places Two. Oh, so I, I was like, maybe oh, is, where was part one? I think when this is the, the first time. Uh, this is mm-hmm. the first time that I've seen. Yeah, same here. Drop on <clears throat> Nifty. Though I've been like not paying as close attention to Nifty the past few weeks, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I've paid attention to them for the past seventeen weeks. So yeah. Pie Slices has <laughs> not dropped within the past seventeen. Right, weeks. Right, right, right. You yeah. know. 
Uh, next up, we got Ted Chin. Yeah, this is the second time Ted's dropped. He's yeah. awesome. He's super yeah. nice, and like his his work is beautiful. Beautiful, absolutely yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. A lot so. of painted looking stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's very painterly. Looks um, nice. Super nice. Uh, is this? Uh, That's awesome. I wonder if this is done. It's Photoshop. Got an yeah, iPad. Yeah. Or a, a lot of these do look like they're just paintings, which is interesting. Like mm-hmm. uh, his other work was very yeah. clearly like photoshopped with like these big like wolves and creatures in the mountains kind of like that one mm-hmm. deer that we saw in the mist um or like a, a giant whale in the sky kind of thing um mm-hmm. which is all photoshopped but some of those looked more painterly still which is really cool yeah and uh matt greg mike has something coming up too but we don't have a link yeah i don't have a link to it because he he, he didn't he didn't post anything he was pr- I, his twitter was promoting like some new piece that he did down mm. in florida and I, but i mean we all know who greg mike is yeah his stuff mike looks is, like really super cool. talented yeah i love i love greg mike's stuff see so. that's an example of like where i kind of know like greg style. mike i'm like okay, yeah i mean style, he's like, done I know what I'm like getting three into. drops on nifty mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah and, i own one of his pieces he was in the abv gallery which was that one that they kind of did a little bit behind the scenes alex ness was in it um mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. fuck render and several other mm-hmm. artists um but it was this whole like gallery and they were all drawings and you had to get like an invite link to enter the drawings yeah. kind of behind the scenes um <clears throat> but yeah he he's his work is really cool and yeah really yeah. really cool so, and um, also, speaking of galleries, there is going to be a a pop up gallery in yeah. real life. Oh, yeah. on yeah. Sunday in Dallas. In Dallas, so that's awesome. I'm thinking on about Saturday. maybe going to that. I know a lot of already been you guys are going to be go. there. So my yeah. kid's birthday that yeah. day, so I uh, probably won't make it. Yeah, yeah. I so. might. I might see if I could figure out how to drop by that. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be cool. So. Haven't seen a lot of those dudes. In uh, while, so. Greg Mike was Who's on next? the 11th. I don't think I mentioned that. So um, oh, on the 11th. Yeah, on the 12th okay. we've got Mankind. That's yeah, yeah that's um, Rhett. Yep, Rhett Dashwood. Yeah. He's amazing. I'm thinking about hitting him up to see if he wants to uh, be on the you show. You should definitely have that conversation. Yeah, he's yeah. like such a well-spoken dude and so nice mm-hmm. and yeah, mm-hmm. he's like. Yeah. As far as NFTs and crypto goes, he's like <laughs> definitely like the expert. Whenever we were doing our yes. clubhouse chats, he would be like the voice of reason or like the the person we would turn to whenever we didn't know what the hell, you know, because we're super noobs at like crypto still. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, let's bring out very Rhett well to versed. like <laughs> say something smart. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, 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 say something, say something smart. smart. Come on. Okay. Give us, yeah, yeah. legitimacy. That's funny. Yeah, so I'm going to ask. That might need to be its own special or something. We'll see if yeah. we can work yeah, that out. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, um, moving over to Maker's Place. Um, mm-hmm. On the 10th, we've got Lumi with uh, Digital Mythology. It, it's it's funny. I've noticed like a big difference. So this one, this one is another one of my pet peeves where it's like oh here's a teaser mm-hmm. but i'm never gonna actually show you what it looks like oh it almost gets like, in oh, focus and does on. it oh that's just oh, rude you know yeah Gosh, so that's maker's place had me mildly make a, infuriating a, a teaser as what? well maker's place had me make a teaser as well for my you know down on the render farm drop but for that mm-hmm. i literally just use clips from the thing because it's like i'm just gonna show you what the artwork looks like guys like yeah oh. i don't like this <laughs> yeah i know this is like this is like the video uh that goes around every once in a while the gif of the truck 
from all that those different like ways. That's to hit try and something. hit the thing, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. unsatisfying. It's like it yeah. almost gets in focus and then doesn't. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. So anyway, infuriating. Mm-hmm. Good. God. I, I have noticed that the the prices. So like, I I don't know. We talk about these different drops, but I mean, all the ones that I've seen on Maker's Place have been way outside of my price range, mm-hmm. you know, versus mm-hmm. Nifty and stuff like that. Yeah, there's a and good amount I, on Maker's Place that are like for a thousand per edition, which is still, yeah, it's high, yeah. but it's but not. But some of these drops and stuff like that, it's mm-hmm. like they go for nine, ten, fifteen grand. Right. You know, if it's a one of one, yes, but I haven't seen yeah. a lot of editions going that high unless it's something like yeah. Hackatow. Like Hackatow yeah. did one that was like ten grand per edition or something something and it yeah sold like 50 editions or something like that it's like, good god but that was yeah. also several months ago like nobody can sell like yeah. that anymore right now yeah until yeah. like the next bull run of nfts whenever that happens if it happens <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 um next up on the 11th there uh, one more alex yeah. party <clears throat> Uh, Alex in Shunderland is what this one's called. Alex in Shun. Yeah. Alex Shunderland. <laughs> Alex in Wonderland. More like Shun. Alex in Shunderland. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. So oh, that's um, cool. Someone, I like that. Yeah. That's very Greg Michael. Yeah, yeah. But a little bit more yeah. drippy. Mike Greg. Kind of reminds me of Gaten DeSimone's Mike, Mike artwork. Yeah. 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 Ah, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. That's funny. Um, someone said, what wow. was it? Oh, they called it a bright, a bright mare. Instead like of a nightmare, it, it was yeah, like a bright nightmare. That's really cool. You know? I thought that was pretty cool. So neat looking stuff. So yeah. um, that's it as far as the uh, the big drops going on this week. Um, as far as the uh, the community drops, we've got a couple. Uh, Brandon Parvini uh, dropped mm-hmm. a couple of them on uh, Foundation Dang, this week. I just mm. love his work. Yeah, it's so, so, good. so good. It's awesome. That's so, so unique. So good. Yeah, very unique, and he uses yeah. like standard render for this yep. stuff too. <clears throat> yeah, he's the only is, he's the only awesome. person I've ever met that can make standard render look good. <laughs> right. I know. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's the oh, other that's one. Sick. Yeah, that's and cool. he got he got a bid on one of his previous ones. I think that one went through, which was pretty cool. That was like his whatever his first drop was. So badass, dude. I was gonna. Bid. I don't know how he does that. I know. I know. I know. Well, he goes into it. You should watch his uh, his Maxon talk oh, from cool. uh, last month. This, I've got so many Maxon talks and like courses <laughs> to catch up on. I haven't watched a course <laughs> yeah. in like a year and a half because I've gone yeah. from like doing right. school the school of motion course for a year, then mm-hmm. right into NFTs for the past like six months and never yep. had a break. Like this weekend was yeah. the first weekend that I took the I, entire I know. weekend I off. Said- I said, hey, let's play Halo. You're yeah. like, all right, cool. All right, let's do You're it. like, oh, that doesn't happen. You yeah. <laughs> must be very slow. Yeah. It's not that I'm, that yeah, things are funny. slow. It's just that I need a, I needed a freaking break. Like, yeah. there's more stuff I could be doing. But, you know, it's yeah, just totally. like there's no pressing deadlines. That's the thing is I've had pressing deadlines up until this point. So yeah, it feels good, but it's also awesome. weird. It's like coming down off of just like this, this like constant like base level of stress or just like Mm -hmm. what's the next thing I have to do? What's the next thing I have to do? And like now I can finally relax, but my body doesn't know how. Yeah. It's It's like you're on autopilot. Yeah. You know, you need to try to break it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird when you finally have nothing to do and then you're like, uh, what do I do uh, now? What do I do? uh, Yeah. Yeah. I'm bored. Yeah. Okay. Back to work. Exactly. I'm like, now I need to be like, you know, 
like we were doing some housework. It's like, okay, I need to be cleaning the kitchen and then doing the laundry. And then we gotta, we gotta go pull some weeds in the, in the backyard. Like just like finding busy work to do. See, that's why that actually, so TikTok has, has been like a real bad Mm. thing for me lately. Cause (laughs) I have found that void with that's exactly what I feel that fill that void with. Right. And then it's like, so like I'll, I'll have like a, a two or three hour break and I'm like, Oh man, my kids are finally asleep. I should, uh, I should go clean my kitchen, mm-hmm. you know? And then I get on TikTok and like, whoops, the, no, whole t- my- yeah, the whole time I'm like, Oh, I should get up. Oh, but I've just, I've sat here for an hour and I'm really relaxed. I don't yeah. want to get up and do anything <laughs> the, the now. The dishes are you know? still in the sink. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a terrible, <laughs> yeah. terrible like cycle to be in. Yeah. Yeah, I reached that one, uh, yes, that TikTok yesterday where, you know, there'll be somebody who's like, you should put the phone down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, you've been scrolling for way too long. (laughs) It's like, hey, shut up. Or the one. You don't tell me what to do. Yeah. Skip. It's like, hey, hey, I know you're on TikTok right now. You had time to do that, but you didn't put those clothes up in the laundry basket over there. Yep. Back into the doghouse. Yep. Know me too well. (laughs) Um, uh, uh, one more community also, drop. Uh, we had uh, uh, Gustav yeah. uh, Feldstrom uh, uh, at Is that botched. how you say his last yeah. name? I, I'm honest no. Because it's it like not? so, I don't know. It's just so like Icelandic Feldstrom? sounding. Like, Gust- I think it's like Fjeldstrom. Yeah. I don't know. Fjeldstrom. I don't know how it's yeah. pronounced. I'm just wondering. Gustav, how do you, how do you, how do you pronounce your last name? Gustav you were, in the chat. You were on the, he Fjeldstrom. was on the show. You still don't even. Gustav Fjeldstrom. Fjeldstrom. I don't know. Anyway, but that thing is yeah, beautiful, is and he posted it is down beautiful. Head, right? Gustav makes some beautiful yeah. work. Yes, and so in the in the show notes, um, uh, he did a, an entire breakdown of how that piece was created, mm-hmm. which is cool. So uh, yeah, make sure and check that his, out. His photoshopping and time lapses <clears throat> and all the things. Dope. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. I mean, he goes oh, is way that the, into did he it and the music into the audio too? as well. Jesus. Yeah, that always yeah, like yeah, he's big audio dude. blows my mind when like Dave you I'm like oh yeah you made the music for that too it's like yeah I don't know how you have the time to do to be good at both I I yeah. don't <laughs> I don't have the time I, I, I just screw around enough to be dangerous with right. it so and this Ooh. is gorgeous I wonder what is he shooting this on I don't know mm. six Man, string his, bass his room's that's looking nice, nice. Yeah. look at the lighting and stuff that's less playful style. Yeah. This is one gorgeous behind the scenes video for sure. <laughs> Schmoopy's here. Look at that. Mm. Look at that. It's freaking fantastic. Nice. Yeah. Uh, um, so check that out right. in the show notes. Uh, Dave, did you? We had an email. Also, yeah, we did have an email. Uh, this is our last one here. It says, um, uh, Hope you're doing well. I mentioned previously. Oh, this is from Jack, by the way. I mentioned previously about an NFT dropped I am, I'm involved with that's mm-hmm. upcoming on Tuesday, June 8th. Uh, please find the attached press release mm. for the DJs you can eat. The artworks are being sold at rarible.com slash DJs you can eat and are uh, involved with motherland.art, which launches the same day. Motherland.art is a digital art concept spearheaded by Larry Slattery. Slattery, yes, I think I got that right. The concept is represented by a collective of artists interested in creative sovereignty, immorality, not morality, immorality, Uh, inclusivity and and doing good for every piece of art sold by the collective five percent goes to charity of the artist's choice all this includes uh, secondary sales as well um 
DJYCE is isn't mine, uh, so you don't have to mention it by name. Well, I did. Uh, <laughs> if you could mention motherland.art and drop uh, the drop itself would be amazing. Uh, let me make sure that I uh, bring this up here. And I will link to this in the show notes as well under the community drops. You can check it out there. I'm loading up the the, uh, the Motherland site as well as the mm-hmm. Rarible right now. So you can check it out here on the screens and things. You can see uh, this talks about everything uh, about the percentages and all of that. Let's see if it came up here. on Rarible's like just sitting here just thinking. I don't know why. Hmm. Maybe I have to uh, log into a MetaMask or something. No, you shouldn't, no, you shouldn't have to. Yeah, I don't Floyd know. Mayweather so, is on on Rarible. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> did you see yeah, people's? Like uh, you know, his oh daily. Oh my gosh, it was but so, it was so funny. funny because he predicted. Like Matt, uh, we were on yeah. Halo last night, and Matt was like, "Oh, they keep hugging. They're just hugging." Yeah. And like <laughs> Beeple's, uh daily was was them making out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he mm-hmm. it was way before the fight, so he totally predicted it. Just a mm. stupid yeah, publicity so stunt. It was it such a publicity stunt. Mm-hmm. It made me log in. That's weird. Before it would open at all. That's bizarre. It didn't okay. make me well, log in. I got it now, so here we are. Apparently, got Showtime issued a statement regarding possible refunds after the fight. Wow. Because the event, what? like, the, 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 it was the so lame. stream crashed a few oh, times. okay. Yeah. You know? Oh, okay. I like this one right here. It's called Skrill Eggs. <laughs> I don't know if you can see it, but, uh, yeah, it has... Uh, See if I can zoom in here. You yes. can click on it probably and it'll mm-hmm. full screen it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> there you go. Skrill eggs. Oh, nice. Matt, you you almost did your hair like that back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I um uh, I was trying some things. Matt was but going then, through a phase. Ooh, he's trying. <laughs> uh, then you know, COVID hit and I let my hair just grow out. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I was then it it turned into butt cut from the 90s and i'm like i can't butt do cut. this you know? <laughs> and then i yeah. finally cut it and the butt cut stayed like the the part stayed and i was like okay now i can't get this thing right here to not be curly anymore it's been a constant struggle, <laughs> it's a struggle man sorry i haven't had a good Guitar. hair day in like two years i haven't had oh, a haircut oh, goose- since the beginning of covid yeah, <laughs> you cut it really short at one point I did, and now it's wedding. all back to where it is yeah Gustav put the uh, pronunciation Gustav. of Fjellstrom. Oh, oh, I got it. Fjellstrom. I, I totally got it. Fjellstrom. Yeah, that's that's a toughie. Um, and also, Kentaro asks if we have ever considered streaming on Twitch. Yes, we, we do have stream on Twitch. Oh, you said the American pronunciation are, is Fjellstrom. We are streaming. What is, what, oh, is the, what is the, like, is it Icelandic Fjellstrom. or is it, like... Fjellstrom. Anyway, yeah. We are currently streaming to Twitch right now as you speak. As, as we, you listen, as, as, as listen. we speak, as you listen, yeah. So Is that anyway. it for the drop? Uh-oh. Oh god! Oh he's Dorpy. boy! I haven't met Dorpy <laughs> in person before yet. Maybe I have. I'm sure, you I, have. Yeah, okay, I guess I technically yeah, have. I haven't either. Did wait? Did we he come before. up on the Peter Costi episode? Episode? Yeah, he did. He did. Okay, mm-hmm. never mind. He's on every episode. <laughs> yeah. Sadly. What up, dog? <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> I've been working on a new F- NFT this week. It's going to be a series of. Wolf portraits, like you see on the t-shirts, you know? You can buy the whole thing. It's a series on Rarible. It's, uh, it's called A Pack of Wolves. 
<laughs> All right, maybe that wasn't a very good joke, but I've been under the weather a little bit lately. I tried to go to the doctor, but I quickly refused care because he tried to give me a CAT scan. <laughs> That's so that was What's so going bad. on so here? <laughs> Welcome to this you alternate had, You universe. just had the same reaction as every bad guest when Dorothy shows up. What right. is going on? I'm just waiting for the cigar and poo jokes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think maybe uh, my next NFT is going to be a series of mirror boxes that I put on Nifty. <laughs> Uh, Dorpy, that's uh, that's <laughs> literally what David Aryev is doing this week. Oh, well, son of a Dorpy. <laughs> well, I'm allowed to say it if it's true, right? All right, bye. Thought <laughs> <laughs> so you were gonna say. Anyway, all right, Dorpy. Bravo, Dorpy. <clears throat> Dorpy is on that. Uh, that new special yeah. uh, advertisement for the summer and <laughs> I love green that. screen him. That was interesting. What was yes. the, what is what does he say? Be there, be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that ad though. That was that was some solid work, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Thanks. It was like yeah. it went from like '80s TV commercial to very solid sports graphics that you'd see yeah. on TV, <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah, with the and when people the and then like the yeah, lines come yeah. in, it's so good. Oh good. man, yeah. I, I had fun with that. I had fun with Ableton, and uh, I a couple weeks ago I spent like two days over a weekend just like you know diving into that, yeah. which is mm-hmm. it's it's hard to do when you don't know the program that well. You know, I'm getting yeah. there, getting there. Yeah. I enjoy doing things outside the realm of motion graphics a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. so cool. awesome. Yeah, I think that's all we got for the drop. All right. uh, is there anything else, man? Or we, I'll we get the heck out of here. That's it. Yeah, let's. Uh, all let's, right, well, we're going to let you go. I mean, we're going to go back to the regular show, but yep. we've got to continue this Star Wars discussion. I know, I'm out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Go for it. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm going to start yeah, my David, send me I know exactly where we left off. Yeah. I know exactly yeah? where we oh, left okay. off. Let's continue. We'll, we'll all, right. all right. All right, nerds. Catch y'all later. Um, if you if uh, if you have a, a drop coming up or if you drop in on uh, an NFT, feel free to uh, sh- uh, shoot us an email info at mograph.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll pimp it on the show. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, thank you for everyone. Let's All get right. back to the Let's other show. Here. Bye, everybody. Rocking. See you, man. Drop. 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 Is this the fucking mic? Drop. This is exactly what I should be doing. <laughs> On the drop, you need to have Dorpy on there as well, like pop his head up in the corner or something. <laughs> be, be there, be there. You are, you are there. <laughs> yeah. You have to tell me so, the origins of Dorpy. Yeah, what? the origins. Of, there are really no origins. It's kind. Of, I bought that puppet. I didn't know what I was going to do yeah. with it. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was funny. Yeah, and then I decided, oh, okay, well, we'll just put him on the show and have him make terrible jokes. Okay, yeah. so it worked. Yeah. It does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <It> does. <laughs> so where did you leave off on your What I was going to say discussion? is Kylo Ren is a good bad guy, right? And like you you know, you said yeah, he's like kind of whiny and whatever, but I feel like that is so much like a Sith. A Sith is is like they're just uh their 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 emotions are entangled and they don't yeah. have control of it and that is they're so underdeveloped. much. Yeah, yeah, underdeveloped, you know? Can Anger I, leads to the dark side, yeah. and it's like that is mean, perfectly him. I totally agree with you on that. Um, but can I can I tell you the one thing that kind of drives me a little bananas sure. about his character? Sure, All right. It's his 
is Adam Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. He doesn't look like his parents. Yeah, yeah, okay. And I know, yeah. and I know, I right. know that's kind of nitpicking. Yeah, I'll be the first to admit it. But when you when you put the two parents together, you're like, I'm sorry, but Kylo Ren is not your child. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, and I mean, it could have been you know created from the Force. You know, it could be a mutation yeah, in the, the face Force made him look like. Yeah, right? it could be the midichlorians kind of like warped his face differently or something. And his nipples. Yeah, yeah. It right. could be like Sith <laughs> Elephant Man or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Elephant right. Sith. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm you reaching. know, I mean, Ray and him have this this bond together. Yeah, you know, yeah. And then I'm not an animal. I am a Sith Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I'm getting a short film idea going right yeah. now. Come on, there you go. Yeah, bring in Dorpy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, if if I was given the choice between the 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 new ones, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, the the uh, uh episode one two three i will choose the new ones right 10 times over yeah yeah i tried i tried them again you know, like episode <sighs> one two three again and i just it was like i got lost i got so lost i feel yeah. like there's no good uh continuity to where the person can follow what's going on i mean yeah you but know? if you put the the two trilogies together mm-hmm. the front and the back trilogies it's kind of there's there's no continuity it's not streamlined but you know I, what I will, it's like i will 100 agree that the last three like episode seven eight nine yeah they are straight up a ripoff of episode easily four, five six easily you know yeah it's like plain as day. Epi- episode mm-hmm. you know that uh, uh right. episode eight oh look um he the 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 Jedi is going to train under a Jedi master. Yeah. Well, some okay. of the stuff they do on you purpose. Know? Like, if you really dig down into it, there are certain things, even shots that they go in and they line up that are exactly the same. Yeah. Right. To make parallels. Yeah, and that's I mean, important. But so, you've you know? got episode one, two, three. They are mm-hmm. completely different movies. You know. Yeah. There was yeah. a point of getting to episode three. Three. You know? And I agree. And I, that's I'm, what they were building on. I'm on the same page with you with all of that. Um, mm-hmm. Visually, yes, as we know, the last three were probably better, visually speaking. Yeah. Um, but when it comes down to that sacred cow that I mentioned. Yeah. It, it for me it really is the first the first um, three because it was just it was in his hands and even though he may have failed or yeah you know to some degree people may think that he have failed he failed it was still in his hands so even mm-hmm. though we don't accept it there's a there's a moral there's a morality behind it where it's like we knew he had control of it where these last three kind of were, were a big cluster f you yeah. know. But that's again. That's that's my own personal opinion on it. You know, for me right now, it's the original trilogy yeah. and it's Rogue One, and I'm happy as a clam. Yeah, <laughs> four, know. five, six are great. You know, they're what is they're the good next? movies. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. What, what is coming out next? Is there Dude, anything? I don't know, man. Everybody wants just... their own role. Obi Wan Kenobi, and you know all this stuff. Yeah, Obi Wan. Mm. There's the Obi Wan like Kenobi show. Yeah. yeah. 
which is actually with uh, uh, Ewan McGregor, McGregor. Yeah. which is yeah. cool. You know, yeah. I mean, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. You yeah. know, but again, it's like, is it going to have that Mandalorian Disney touch to it? You know, where of course right. I'm going to see it. It will. And I love the Mandalorian. It's fantastic. You know, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, you have all these Easter eggs that you're like, oh my god. You know, yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. have they focus on stuff like the Kray Dragon and things of that nature. You know, right. super badass stuff, and I love that. But yeah, it's, you know, some of the then you got the, the Boba Fett. You know, oh, show yeah. coming totally. up too. Yeah, know. some of the dialogues. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. The Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah, that'll mm-hmm. be sweet. You know, some so. of the acting's a little, eh, but yeah, what do you expect? I don't yeah. know. I I dug I dug the Mandalorian from yeah. beginning Sorry. to beginning to end. You know, uh, I know a lot of All people right. were like, eh, mm-hmm. w- I want it to get somewhere. You know, yeah, but I felt yeah. like I felt like. I, I don't know because it's episodic. Yeah, you can't exactly. give it all away right at the you know the beginning. No, no. You got to build off of it, and yeah. yes, it was kind of formulaic. But that's mm-hmm. the way a TV show is. Yeah, you know, you know, and I, I think, and, and it's a space, it's a space, you know, western. Yeah, it's that's spaghetti what it western is. In space. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, you know, and it, it's kind of paying homage to George Lucas as well in regards to that. You know, but um, mm-hmm. I also feel like some of the yeah. episodes were a little lost in regards to kind of who was directing it like some felt like i was watching an episode of xena you know or something like that like Uh you know but every episode was the same like you know the mandalorian has one solid goal we all know that he's trying to get little green dude from point a to point b right but it's like in between he has to stop and get some milk on the way he's got to get the milk on the way he's got all these little micro adventures you know and so it's all part of you know like you said like the whole episode thing but it's like they're kind of repeating the formula where it's like, you know, you got to save this village from the... Yeah. Yeah. He always right, makes a whatever. deal with people, you know, yeah. and Mandalorian yeah. keeps his word. Absolutely. So he's got to do the deal in mm-hmm. order to get the other thing, yeah. you know? Stops on a planet for a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. Right. And before pack you know it. galactic <laughs> smokes. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. But I mean, it's, it's, it's great for that, you know? I mean, if, you're, if you know it's going to be an episode and like that, episodic, then yeah, it's worth yeah. it. Yeah. You know, anyway, Bob Walmsley in the chat here. Hey, Bob. You showed up Bob, right at when the is end. That, when is the the, the GPU accelerated X particles <laughs> particles come out? Come on, come on. we're waiting for I'm it. Sitting like here, can say twiddling anything. my thumbs, waiting. But we're all waiting. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Yeah. Yeah. See. Ooh, sneak peeks on XP on YouTube. Ooh. I have to go check them out. So let me ask you one That's last Star Wars doing. question. Yes. If yes. you if you were if you got thrown down comfortably onto a, an isolated a desolate island and you were by yourself for eternity, mm-hmm. and you can only have one Star Wars film that you mm-hmm. could you could mm-hmm. watch over and over, which one would it be? Oh, that's easy for me. What is it? Episode four. That's Rogue One. Wait, episode four. I heard one at the same time. Then I heard episode, and then I heard Rogue. R- Rogue One for me. Yeah. Episode four, I'd choose that one. Really? Yeah, yeah, just because it's it's uh, it's easy, you know, and it's got a good, it's got a good beginning, middle, end, and you know, there's no, it's not like you need to know anything before or after. Mm-hmm. You just, you know, okay. There's no crazy spoilers or anything, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, I need to know more about this. It's like, nope, there it is. Yeah, that's a good story. That's what is know. it for you? I'd probably say Empire or Rogue One, but man, that's, mm-hmm. I mean, I, obviously I don't have options here. I would probably say Rogue One. I hate to say it because I feel like I'm betraying the original trilogy, <laughs> but I mean, just like, uh-huh. 
I mean, I don't know, man. Now you guys are stressing me out. I stressed, <laughs> I stressed myself out with my own question. That's um, funny. <laughs> I'd probably say, I don't know, man. I'd probably say Empire. Here's the thing. You don't have, have to, say, to watch it. Well, true. But, you know, you're on an island. Right. All you got is a couple crabs you can talk to. It's like, right. I'm going to watch. I, you know, I'll say Empire. about the electricity. Empire's but, yeah. so good, man. I mean. Oh, yeah. No, I Hoth, agree. Hoth. If, if you're talking about if you're Deuce. talking about what is the best one out of the original trilogy. Yes. Empire, 100%. Yeah. Well, but like if you're I, talking yeah. about what sh- what one sh- would I be stuck on a desert island? Those yeah. are two totally mm, different, different questions. Oh, okay. Well, you know? yeah. I mean, well, for me, it, like, the, the the prequels and these later ones aren't a part of the conversation for me personally, but right. I get it. I'm kind of contradicting my own question here, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, out of all of them anyway, I would say probably Empire, you know? Yeah. I mean, Rogue One's great because the battle at Scarif is like the tropical hoth, you know? Yeah. It's incredible. It's this incredible, intense, you know, fight, you know? So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I would probably say Empire. Stuck on, yeah. stuck on the island. Yep. All right, let's go. get out of here. Cool. Yeah, yeah let's get out of here. Uh, Andy, Andy, thank you so thank much you for being so on the much. show. You guys rock. Thank you so much for everything. Yeah. Really appreciate we, uh, it. Yeah. We, we should start a podcast together where we talk about punk rock and stuff. Dude, let's, let's do We're it, man. Punk rock yeah. and Star Wars. I'm telling yeah, you. Punk hey, rock and Star Wars. You know what? I'm going to end on this note if this is cool, but I once uh-huh. had a producer tell me when I was young and I was touring and I was a stinky mm-hmm. little punk rock dude and I was getting hardcore into CG in the 3D and VFX industry. Mm-hmm. My producer came up to me and he says... Andy, you can't continue like this. You have to choose one. You can't yeah. do music and you can't do the industry. And I told mm-hmm. that I, I I can tell that dude to this day to go f off because I'm doing mm-hmm. both successfully. So that's yeah. good. That's really good. I'm jealous because I feel like there's so many motion designers who I feel are just failed musicians, as well, you can see. By the, <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah. you yeah. Right here, you have right? to have yeah yeah man great. I see yeah. your line six back there, like the Fender, mm-hmm. all that stuff. You know, but it's like it's so important to have that that balance in life. Mm-hmm. You know, because let's do what we do with our industry and our passions in this industry. Yeah. But, you know, you have to have your, your other creative side, too. So be it music or family or whatever, mm-hmm. you got to mm-hmm. do it. Totally. You know. God, I'm getting so into music right now. Oh, do it. Awesome. Throw on some Napalm Death, man. I'm jealous. Go. I'm jealous. Just I bought Ableton, God. but I haven't been able to, like, really record anything. You know. Yeah. I've been so, so busy. I know the feeling. Yeah. So we busy. need to nerd out one day. I'll yeah. show you. Let's like, start that podcast that I've learned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Punk yeah. Vader, dude, dude. Punk yeah. Vader, punk oh, and pixels, like punk and pixels, punk and pixels. Yeah, punk and pixels. That's good. I like that. Let's do yeah. it. All right, yeah, we'll go. chat about it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are awesome. Cool. Thank right, you, we're, uh, we're Andy. Where can here. people you find can, you? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, well, if you want to see any Mad Microbe stuff, um, at, what the team's doing, go to madmicrobe.com. Um, if you want to see any of my portfolio stuff, you can find me on ArtStation, or you can find me at andylefton.com, which is a little outdated, um, so I need to update that at some point. Um, or you can find me on Twitter, Andy Lefton, uh, and you can also find me on Instagram, Andy Lefton, or Sweet. LinkedIn, awesome. Andy Lefton. Sweet. <laughs> well, we're going to get out of here. You cool. can rate us on iTunes, leave a review on your podcatcher of choice uh it helps get our ratings up when you subscribe to us 
rather than just like watching on the YouTubes or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what? Even if you just even if you watch us online, I know the majority of the people who listen to the show listen on iTunes, right? So if you do watch us somewhere else or you listen somewhere else, make sure you subscribe. Help get our ratings up. You can subscribe to the newsletter as well. Uh, that goes out about once a month. I think we're going to do one next week because there's a couple uh, guests I want to lock in before we send that out. You can say you've been there, done that, got the T-shirt with the MoGraph logo T, the Paul Bab, Feel the Bab 2020 shirt. That's classic. All the profits from that go to Doctors Without Borders. Nice. The Render Things T-shirt, hoodie, and long sleeve tee. The That Render is Fire shirt, which you're only allowed to wear ironically. Unless, unless you're shams. shams. And the, what else do I have left? The MoGraph Blandishment shirt. Make sure you get that. Uh, I've got to go get myself a couple more of these shirts mm-hmm. in the smaller size now because I put my MoGraph shirt on in the XL the other day and it was yeah. rather large, yeah. <laughs> rather large. I was uh, almost to a, a 2X at one point. My, yeah, my XLs were getting a, tight. Now you need a medium or a small, right? Uh, large or medium. Now yeah. we're in the, the medium Maxon shirt, nice. which yeah. is something That's I good. never thought I would do. Yeah. But, um, and uh, so I'm going to get myself some, some new medium MoGraph shirts to wear around because I'm just not wearing those other ones anymore. And uh, maybe we'll come out with some new ones for NAB or something. Mm-hmm. And we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, MoGraph.com, and TikTok. Check us out on there. Follow us. Uh, like our things and all of that. And uh, there should be some more content coming there shortly as well. So. Yep. Cool. That wraps it up, though. And we're going to get out of here. Until next time, I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. And I'm Andy. Have a good one. Later, yo. Bye, guys. I have no idea what's going on in WWDC. I'm like, I've, I've got it over here. Something, something emoji, something, something inside joke. Now I can make my face a teddy bear. <laughs> and then I can send it to all of my friends like you do every day. Right. Thanks yeah, for making don't... a feature I'm going to use one time. Pretty good, I guess. MoGraph.com, an online resource for motion graphic artists. Start your week with the MoGraph podcast. Industry news, interviews with your favorite artists, and terrible humor. Watch live shows and interviews from MoGraph events like NAB, SIGGRAPH, HALFRES, and local meetups. Our MoGraph talks feature live demos and motivation from artists all around the world. Sometimes you got to make stuff that you're not going to put on your reel, and I'm not here to judge. What if Rick and Morty show up for the countdown at midnight? That's where I peaked in life, in my career. we got to stop this thing, Rick! It's going to kill us all! Hear from the people that create your software, design your render engines, and artists that are changing the face of modern motion graphics. Can you get that render done? Yeah, you better frame frame what? MoGraph tutorials and online classes will teach you about Cinema 4D, After Effects, as well as other popular software and render engines. Throw in the HDR Studio, take the render settings, pick the HDR, put a reflection, and gorgeous. Branch into new software. Learn time-saving tips, techniques, workflows, and lessons that'll keep you up to date in the world of motion design. 
Oh, brother, those are some of my favorite elves. I love projects that scare me. When our art director comes to us and asks for something that I had never done before, man, it gets me pumped. Join the conversation in our live sessions. Check out our plugins or join the hundreds of daily active users in our Slack channel for technical help, advice, contests, or just to joke around. Real nice banana. Ah, that's so funny. All right. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Subscribe today and get the latest updates on our YouTube and other social media channels. Take all your dreams and just do it. We don't care how you get here, folks. Just get here. Subscribe to MoGraph.com.